And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's good? What's going on with you? Honey, it's a Monday inauguration day, baby. Yeah, it, it was Wednesday inauguration day. Absolutely. Oh, it's it all. is Wednesday. <laughs> it is all of that. You got your chucks and your pearls? Say what now? Your chucks and your pearls. Converse and pearls. Baby, um, I don't do cheap ass sneakers. And um... <laughs> Listen, you know what? I absolutely love chucks. Like I'm a casual shoe. Oh, I said no, that wasn't no, shame. No, no. <laughs> Listen, no offense taken. I have expensive shoes and I have my chucks, and I prefer them because I'm a like casual sneaker, throw on some jeans and a cute shirt with just like a casual sneaker. So yeah. I love them, but um, I ain't with all of, all of the pomp and circumstance that is um, people are putting on today for the inauguration. Baby, they've been all over. All yeah. over. Your people been showing out. Your people. <laughs> what? Are you Your cousins them been showing out. Baby, they gonna really show out when they uh throw Joe Biden uh perverted ass out the white <laughs> not their uncle joe but um hey, <laughs> listen it has been interesting to watch all of the hubbub around the inauguration i i you know i thought that it was a beautiful ceremony i was like you living i i seen the clips like highlight i mean oh. the clips like the highlights um i i saw you know the poem and like the i saw the highlights but I, I was living for Michelle Obama. She looked so regal. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, sis. But um, I mean, I'm like, okay, we, we gonna see. <laughs> That's my attitude about it all. Yes. A shout out to Melody. Hey, Melody, how are you? Thank you, Melody. Boy, I ain't seen Melody in a minute. I know. Melody, where you been? Over there Thank with Jess. The Over there with Jess. That's what she means. Mm-hmm. Melody, don't forget where you where your home at is too, baby. <laughs> Listen, I'm, up, I'm, uh, I'm about to go. <laughs> I gotta start cutting up too early. I I'm a jealous, uh, I ain't gonna say a jealous god. I'm a jealous goddess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but other than uh inauguration and big Joe and Big Mala up in that thing, what My else? Mala. My model. Um, you know what I wanted to ask you about? I forgot when we did our politicking session. I, hey, everybody. I haven't had a chance to speak, but hey, peeps. What's um, up, people? I, I wanted to ask you about something, if you've seen it. Something that just rubbed me the wrong way. Um, so, you know who Sabrina Parr is? Mm-mm. She was dating Lamar Odom, black woman. Oh, the woman who stole all his information and was running his social media. Yes. They were like going back and forth. Mainly she was like throwing all these subliminals like two weeks. And I just like felt some type of way because I don't know what caused their breakup. But she was, you could tell even when she first started dating him that she was in the leading role in the relationship. She was kind of letting it be known that she was keeping him on the straight and narrow. And she's one of them like head shaking, I'm running this type of women. And that was different from what we've seen Lamar with because, you know, he typically go for the vanilla swirl and, you know, they, don't, they ain't running so I, I was like, eh, I don't know 
how that doesn't work. And she seemed older. She has, you know, a few, I think, like, older kids and stuff. And I just didn't know how it would work. I couldn't, I was like, I don't really see that going off too well. But for whatever reason, they split up. And the woman had access to all of his social media accounts. Mm. Um, you know, she was trying to dog him and, you know, um, like just being nasty towards him. And he was like taking the high road. He was like, wouldn't mention her name, but he was saying like it was kind of messed up the way things happened. And, you know, I, the reason that I am defending him and the, what, um, empathizing with him is primarily because I feel like you don't do that to someone who is already fighting an addiction, like is already fragile is, you know, like, you know, you don't know what it's going to take to send this man over the edge. Like he literally came back from the dead practically. And for you to be poking at him, being nasty to him for whatever reason, I don't like that. Well, let's talk about how she first needed a project, but I'm going to send a shout out to Nuruddin. He says, good evening to you, soul sisters. I thank you so much, Nuruddin. Um, you know, I, at one point i always think guys are lying. I always think they'd be lying their asses off when they say that women want to do certain things to men or for men. Like mm-hmm. when you were saying that you've seen women, um, actually, um, mess up a, a black man's chance to advance in the white collar mm-hmm. um, world. I was like, Oh, I, you know, I've never seen too much of that, but mm-hmm. You know, it was so when they say that women will get with like a bum or somebody, I'm not going to say Lamar's not a bum, um, but you'll see women get with somebody down and out, you know, right. And so then it's like, you want to, um, make him a project. Mm -hmm. And so what you're making him a project and everything kind of going haywire, you the whole thing is if they get on drugs at a certain age baby it, it's probably a wrap um yeah. especially if he was on hard hard narcotics like yeah. if he was doing the hard stuff and i think he you was. can pretty much you can pretty much wrap that up um mm-hmm. not too many people and i've seen people bounce back uh, my mom included i've seen her bounce back and go right back into the same thing mm-hmm. um I, I, uh, I, it, it's a yeah. hard thing to come back from. A very, very hard thing to come back from. And then when they have access to all this money mm-hmm. and um, people, it, it, it goes down. You know, people, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't want to see people who who have had access to fame and money actually get clean. And mm-hmm. you will see people trying to keep them in that same position. Yes. Baby. You yeah, so why? she needed her yeah. project. Yeah, I agree with everything that you're saying. I think like, okay, I am I'm empathic. I am like a sucker for a good like comeback story. So I was happy, you know, uh, to hear like, okay, he's on the mend and he's doing better. But I immediately thought that this woman has an overbearing personality. And I do, I think it was, you know, Lamar still, you know, NBA, he'll have like residual income from being in the NBA. I I don't believe that he was broke in the first place. He was able to kind of get himself together, get him an apartment and move on. But, um, I I think that, you know, she was probably seeing dollar signs. Like, I think that she just was seeing dollar signs. I think that if a person, 
I have seen people who were on drugs and they um, kind of came out of that, but they had they led very structured lives as a re- a- afterwards. You know what I mean? And you have yeah. to be very intentional about your recovery. So it ha- like, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It it definitely has to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, the big problem is is getting away from the same environments and the people that you are around. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people tend to go back to those same environments. And like I said, when you have a certain amount of money mm-hmm. um, or you've had a certain amount of money and access to fame, it's actually hard to get away from those things. But she probably saw them dollar signs and was like, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. And you she got what? what she campaigned for. And I think like even his kids and like friends and family members were saying that like she was kind of like keeping him away from them and like, you know, like was just kind of like blocking them from being able to um, have a relationship with them. And I think there was like a nasty exchange, if I'm not mistaken, with his kids and her. So I don't know. She just seemed she just wasn't, you know, I was uh, you know hopeful but i was like it's something about her that just wasn't sitting well with me and then to see how she was doing him and all the petty petty um posts and stuff that she was putting up after the fact was just like very telling of her personality and i'm like this chick no she wrong this man you know he he's fragile and you going after him doing all this arguing with him publicly and then if you really done with a relationship why not give the man his um access to his own accounts right uh but baby um oh okay um yeah I, it's it's a trip it is a trip um shout yeah. out to dmac the trucker he says sister george avatar looking like a 1993 uh-huh. mary j blige that real lady. <laughs> baby <laughs> now you, i'm gonna tell y'all some funny stuff right so I told Kerlin, I was like, people always say that I look like Mary J. Blige or um, or uh, Foxy Brown, like the oh. rapper Foxy Brown, not Foxy yeah. Brown, the Foxy Brown, but the yeah. rapper Foxy Brown. So I was like, babe, I don't look like Mary J. Blige. He was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to do that. Don't, don't do that. I was like, babe, real <laughs> He wasn't going, though. Why the last, <laughs> our last show, our politics session, I posted that picture with me and you, and somebody actually inboxed me, like, I was about to say, who is that? And then I realized that, you know, that's your co-host, because I was like, dang, she looked just like Foxy Brown. Literally said that to me. See? I told you, <laughs> <Yeah>. babe. <laughs> <laughs> Melody, you already sent the super chat, girl. You ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> look, they buttering you up for some reason. Look, baby. Flattery will get you everywhere over here. We ain't that 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 channel that's like, no, don't flatter. Uh-uh. Keep the compliment. Baby, what that man say? I look like I'm getting ready to drop a mixtape called the Minister <laughs> Mixtape Massacre. Mixtape Massacre. Let's do it. Yes. That's a good idea. Yo, I said I was going to get um um you know how they had like the death row thing with um Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. um Tupac snoop and it was somebody else on you know like, like they had like the little triangle thing going i said i was gonna do that with some um with us from the man <laughs> recreate the album cover yes you know what i just thought about you know that picture of you when we went out and you had on those sunglasses oh that one definitely they would be like mary j that was a good picture 
Thank you, ma'am. I yes. be trying to tell him mm-hmm. he don't be a child. So I, I just okay. You mm-hmm. know what else is going on? Um, honey, looking for DJ Kuda, paging DJ Kuda. Has anybody seen? Baby, y'all better call Kuda up. Call. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn to Erica Badu on your <laughs> Don't turn into Erica. Listen, we are going to give DJ Kuda a few more minutes. There was something else that I wanted to ask you if you've seen while we're waiting on this man. Because he's playing. Oh, Baby, they got so many jokes. That what boy said that? I look like I'm ready for a source. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> this boy said queen for a crown. Oh. Listen, we love I'm not dealing um, with you today. I was going to ask you, while I was looking for in my phone, I know I had screenshot. I took a screenshot of something I wanted to ask. But um, did you see Donnie um, giving all those pardons out like he was giving away candy, baby? Baby, Donnie said, free the streets, <laughs> honey. You get a pardon. Yes, he did. Free the hood. You get a pardon. You get a pardon. Donnie said, oh, oh, <laughs> bet. if I'm getting kicked out, I'm going to let they ass out to bet. What's up? Like his last screw you to the U.S. <laughs> That man let Kwame Kilpatrick out, Harry O. He let all type of drug dealers, uh, Kodak Black. He was commuting. Maybe the drug dealers are free. (laughs) (laughs) Out in these streets, it's the 80s again. What you know about it? Baby, where's Rich? Uh, <laughs> Rich Porter Alpo. <laughs> yes. What was up with Donnie? He was showing out. I am telling you, he was showing out and left Biden a letter. He said, I ain't coming to that Baby, the streets is about to look like 1991, honey. They about to yeah. be back on the corners, baby. baby you don't I know. wait for the Pelly Pellies for them to pull the Pellies out. All that. Yes. The Jamo jeans. What we doing? <laughs> Concrete. Concrete. You had you some Jabot jeans. Baby, listen, I'm telling you, I used to live in Chicago. So, yes, baby, I did. I sure yeah, did. Jabot's and Air Ones was like a staple. Oh, honey. That was the get, uniform. I'm going to tell you what I thought I was so fly, but this is early 2K, honey. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell me nothing. I thought I should have been um, a rocker wear a model, honey. Uh oh. Not the rocker. You you should have seen me, honey. I thought I was so fly. And then I had got me some um, I had like a rockerwear jean outfit, and then I had got me some mm-hmm. spray painted Tims with my face on them. Baby, you couldn't tell me I wasn't fly. You couldn't tell me I wasn't fly. Sis, but what did you know about that Kooji? You do not know. I begged my dad for two years for a Kooji dress, and literally. I was, I think I was a sophomore before I got me a Kooji dress. You couldn't tell me nothing. You hear me? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I was too high. I literally want to buy me a Kooji dress today. Like, oh my God. That was a highlight. Somebody said you had some red monkeys. You remember (laughs) No, red monkeys. We, I don't know nothing about no red monkeys. I remember the brand now. Um, he sound like he probably from some Minnesota, some you know, child with the red monkey jeans, though. I remember them, though. I never yeah, heard hey. of red monkey. We did the Jabo. We was we, well, we was calling it um, Iniche. Come to find out, it was NYC. Like, we was are you serious? I thought yes. it was Iniche, <laughs> babe. I did too. Like, I literally I'm, just I'm found out this recently. year's old. 
I, I just found out maybe two years ago that it was NYC. I'm like, oh, you couldn't tell me nothing because I thought I was flying my Nietzsche. Oh, <laughs> yes, it was NYC, though. Did oh, you man. ever wear um Tommy Hill figure? Yep. I lived in a um like a white town. So when we went to the mall, that's all they had. But when we went to Chicago, oh. you know, we could get the, the hood brand. Okay. Okay. Um, Evisu, Evisu's yep. were. Um, I think they were out like maybe about a decade ago. Yes. Maybe? And don't act like you weren't wearing the apple bottom jeans and the baby fat too. Um, girl, <laughs> I have to tell you how. Um, what was the stuff that had the stuff the 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 writings on the booty? Apple um, bottom jeans. No, it was something else and that had baby fat It was um. Was it Victoria's Secret? Who? Oh. No, it, was, uh, it wasn't Juice. Was it Juicy? Oh, Juicy Couture. Yes, yes girl. I'm going to tell y'all how fine I was or how fine <laughs> I thought I was. Maybe <laughs> I was doing Tybo. I was on Depo. And if you know anything about Depo, yeah, you know Depo made that booty uh, big, honey. So... I was doing Tybo, running three miles a day. I was, uh -oh. you couldn't tell me I wasn't fine, baby. Listen, mm, mm, mm. me and my mom got ready to go to the mall and I threw on that damn uh, Juicy Couture uh, sweatsuit. Mm -hmm. I think it was or something. And it had the Juicy across the booty. Mm -hmm. Baby, my mom was like, where you going in it? I was like, to the mall <laughs> with you. Now with me, you ain't. <laughs> she was like, no, ma'am. I was like, how are you talking? You wore much worse than I did. Like, sis. Wouldn't let you wear the juicy couture? No, not with anything oh, across the booty. Um, Honey, Uh, you know, parents get old. Southern, and, well, you know, she's Southern too, so you know. Baby, they get old and forget. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, were baby, I wasn't going. Huh? Were you wrong? Yeah, girl was like 22, 22, oh, 23. And she wouldn't let no, you she was like, booty. no. No, it's not. Mama, you'll be all right. Come on. Get in this car. But when I say, if you had seen how my booty was in the pants, she'd have oh, been like, no, ma'am. Yeah, it was going to be an issue. Listen, I, I am like that with my daughters today. Because, you know, when they start filling out and stuff, you know, I, I ain't about to have grown men look at y'all. I have to curse them out. Nope. Oh, honey, honey. You're not wearing that no. Honey, it's something in the water down in East South, honey. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's something in the water, cause yeah. Um, now Edward, uh, that 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 link isn't for you. That's only for DJ Kuda. It's for DJ Kuda's interview. So if you could please kindly drop down, um, we'll probably open up the panel as we conclude the interview. But right. um, it was just for uh the interview. DJ Kuda. Yes. Absolutely. Um, he says, what about BB, BCBG, Miss Me, J honey, I was a Miss Me girl too. I love me. Definitely so I the BB, BCBG. Yeah. That was like later though. Like that was later. We literally just went back down memory lane. I need like mini Ripperton up in here because we was reminiscing. Yes, but we do have our special guest in the building. What's up? Can y'all hear me? Hey, DJ Kuda, we can hey, hear you. Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? 
fantastic. How are you? All right, good. I, I come out here, y'all talk about old clothes. <laughs> Listen, we was really Don't act like you ain't you couldn't you ain't know. No, what I was. I was around. Yeah, I was just talking okay. about that the other night. Yeah, baby, and yeah. you know I can sing "Reminisce" for y'all by Mary J. Blige. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I can see you standing there alone. <laughs> you gotta do a Mary dance with it though. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> what the hell was she doing? Like, like all those nineties dance. Like even like I saw a little Kim on stage and she was doing that that that. You know, y'all know what I'm talking about. What the hell is she doing? Mary has done the same dance for my whole life. Like my entire life, she's done that one dance. Nothing about okay. one dance move. Okay. <laughs> Mary be killing it, and baby, I, you know Mary was on them drugs hard back then. You baby. know what? We not about to do no, no Mary. Oh, I, found, I found out some shit about Mary later no on. Mary I was like, damn. Don't, baby, don't the way Mary was dancing, I know she was high. The way she. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I found out a lot of stuff about Mary later on and uh, Missy, Missy Elliott. Oh wow. yeah, they used to be uh buddies. Uh-uh. I, no, I didn't wow. know it was. I didn't know it was getting down like that. Like that, I was. Like, I, I've hey. never heard that. News to me. Oh, child. Oh, oh, uh, Missy, Missy was breaking the them. Yeah, Missy was breaking them. Yes, oh, but shout wow. out to my baby. He says, "Kuda, Carolyn, what's going on? Thanks, yeah, babe. Man. Shout out to everybody here. My bad, y'all. I was." I was running. I was like, I'm supposed to be somewhere. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know how Baby, let me ask y'all real quick. Yeah. Let me ask y'all real quick. Did y'all see Edward Bailey's um, message in the back? Uh oh, uh oh, what, what Edward said? Because I'm not tonight. Baby, Edward. <laughs> 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 Listen, we need to put that on the screen. <laughs> Why was that necessary for him to put that out there, though? Like, he uh, Edward acting a fool, man. I, I, I don't even be knowing what to say. I, he leaves me speechless quite often. What, what, why did we need to know that? Oh, man. Why did you make me look at that? You could have kept that to yourself. Oh, no, no. If I had to suffer, y'all was gonna suffer too. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Into... He yeah. is one of a kind. I tell you that. <laughs> hey, baby. Well, you lucky I ain't got control. Cause baby, I would make. I need to make that my uh, my. <laughs> that man is oh, crazy. crazy. Baby, Jerome, get your get your ass. He said Edward thought D Cooter was Wesley Pipes. Baby, I'm not gonna <laughs> You know that's his boy. He thought he was Wesley Pipes or ARC one. He got to get up there. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Let's get on with this interview with DJ Cooter. We're gonna be oh, talking shit. about game and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. You wanna start then or you want me to take it off? I will start it. So, Kuda, yes, you've been in the manosphere for a while. What actually brought you to the space, and how did you find it? Um, I knew about the manosphere from from a long. I actually seen the manosphere develop um, and uh, come together. I knew about the manosphere all back when I was like fourteen, fifteen, or whatever they were calling it then. Um, before it was uh really called the manosphere. Um. Uh, where this space really, uh, well, where I, I just been here for like more than 15, 16 years, honestly. But um, I just seen it develop. Uh, Dang, you know, that's long. Yeah. You yeah. said how, how long? 
No, I was uh, I was like uh, 15, 14 uh, listening to this type of stuff because, like, um, you know, when men start coming to the Internet, it, it it was like on blog sites and stuff like right like right way before social media you know really started taking over and stuff so um, blog talk radio and stuff yeah blog talk radio or i was listening like to yeah even back when blog talk radio yeah i was there for that era because mm-hmm. there was eras before it got to where it is today mm-hmm. so but i was around um and like you know the whole uh pickup artist the whole pickup artist way yeah. i was there mm-hmm. for that um, I was there. I was there for a lot of stuff. But uh, what got wow. me into the manosphere uh, uh, was a while ago when I started, um, you know, doing like radio, like uh, doing Internet radio. And then um, uh, I was inducted officially by Black Ram. Nice. Oh, yeah, there, I, I did not know Ram you came up through him. Yeah, I was listening to Black Ram for years. Him, uh, Thinking Man's Templar, a whole bunch of uh, EGS, oh. a whole bunch of guys that's been around for a long time. But I was in, more in the shadows, though. Okay. Well, you was a disciple. Okay. You was one of the original disciples then. Yeah, yeah. I've been here for uh-huh. a minute. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, it, that's very interesting. Uh, <clears throat> you brought about you brought up something that's very interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. when you talk about um coming up and kind of listening to like Black Ram and BGS and um mm-hmm. people of that, of that same ilk and some of the messages that they were speaking about. I'm assuming that their rhetoric was is pretty much the same as what we hear today. Um no, it was a little bit more it was a little bit more impactful uh then than it was today. How because, so? Uh, like can you because now, you know, uh we're doing like uh you know, we're doing like live streams and stuff like that to tell mm-hmm. y'all the truth, you know, when um when when people had got together well not even get together but when people did like uploads and stuff you know their their uh content was a little bit more powerful and uh-huh. impactful you know now we're yeah. living in a fast food uh a fast food information era you know like if mm-hmm. if you know if we don't go live you know people damn near forget about you you know what i'm saying yeah um, yeah True. so like you have to be consistent you know back then when when um they used to do uploads you know, you would have to listen to what they're saying or have already gone through what they're saying and then go out, live life, experience it. And then you can come back and then you could you could um, you could appreciate what they're saying a little bit more than, you know, them having to keep repeating themselves almost every night. And then also, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we go live like this, to tell you the truth, it's good for the audience to uh, to, you know, to be here supporting and stuff like that. But. Mm-hmm um we give up a certain level of exclusivity you know Mm. uh, people people have more access to you in a lot of cases than they should that's true you know what i'm saying well i wanted to ask mm. you i'm Mm. sorry really quickly just as a child like how did that impact and shape your views as it relates to women and relationships you said you were listening to some of that rhetoric at at 14 and 15 well, I mean, right. I, well, I mean, I I didn't have like you know dating problems and stuff like that, but uh, well, actually, I'm not even gonna lie. Around then, I kind of did. Like, um, I, I I was what I would call a natural. Naturals really don't like. I was naturally good with like dating women and stuff like that. But there were certain women that I I you know what I'm saying that I guess I, you could say I was crushing on at the time that I couldn't get. So that kind of broke me out oh. of my shell. And like, um, and I've always listened to like Rosebud and stuff like that. Uh, just guys okay. talking about it. I never, you know, some of the stuff was cool, you know, for the game, but I never really 
uh, was implementing it like that because I was just, you know, living life. But I was aware of the space and stuff. And, um, you know, uh, a lot of stuff happened over the years and stuff. And, um, like, you know, after a while, I just started listening to dating and relationship advice because some of the stuff that I was going mm. through and some of the things that I know, dudes are on here affirming a lot of it. Would you say that the mental sphere, the evolution of it, has it been better or worse? Like how how it's evolved? Um, Good and bad. There's a lot of good and then there's a lot of bad. What do you think is the worst part? Um, Just uh, creativity. Um, Mm -hmm. There's there's no uh, creativity, uh, you know, with the space. The um, space uh tech wise really hasn't evolved um mm-hmm. the space is the space has literally just kind of been stagnant um when it comes down to it because if you if you go look at uh content from like 2008 2007 literally talking about the same shit really know? yes we hear that wow. quite often that like you know the same topics are being repeated from 10 years ago but um, I think that as it relates to relationships, like we haven't evolved past, though we haven't resolved those issues in relationships. Those are still the same issues and topics are still very prevalent in our mm. relationships. And mm. there's new people coming into the space so often that this is like new, a new conversation or new discussion for. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like getting around that. I mean, you could tell them like we've been told to go research the old videos, but. Right. Um, I, I do think I, I've heard you talk about like the evolution of Manosphere 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0 and I want to know and this is just you know my own edification what is Manosphere 3.0 like can you define what that is Um, it was supposed to be a, a, you know the new wave of uh, you know brothers that were you know actually like streaming you know the, the new age you know uh, what we have right now but um other people in the manosphere i guess you could probably they'll probably give you more insight i know a uh, complex and um the black brain trust they had uh foreseen uh what they call 3.0 and they have their own um they have their own definition of you know what it is where it came from and how it came about but um mm-hmm. as far as far as i know it was uh it was basically uh, the new generation of uh younger guys that can actually uh speak to the young and the older uh, generation that can actually connect. Oh. So I would I would say like guys. Um, if I would say new young guys, I would say like guys like in their probably mid to late thirties and and a little bit younger. You know? Okay. Yeah. So with the mental sphere doing a lot of live streaming and panel um discussions, how do you think that the panel discussions have impacted the space? Um, it, it kind of brought down the, uh, the creativity of the space, uh, the value of the space, because, you know, uh, as y'all know, you know, y'all know a lot of nigga shit happens when, <laughs> when we're it live knows. streaming and stuff, it's just, you know, um, but utilize the right way. Panel discussions can definitely be a build, mm. but in the space, um, you know, depending on the topics that we talk about. Um, a lot of a lot of nigga shit does go down, you know. Um, and I know it. I know it too by uh talking talking about you know the game and stuff like that. It could be a uh when we talk about the game, it could be an intelligent conversation or it can be a uh it could be a raunchy conversation or just a, a nigga fest though, you know. So 
<laughs> when you, t- I agree with that. But yeah. on that topic, when you talk yeah. about like the evolution of the manosphere, like when I watch some content creators who have been in the space for a long time and they talk about um, this space and, you know, I guess like the uh, Manosphere 1.0 and what it was originally designed for. And they talk a lot about basically the space was created for like nerds or guys who were kind of like socially awkward so they could connect with like like-minded people. And mm-hmm. now this space seems to be a place with people from all different walks of life. Um, do you agree with that? Or it, with, I, I'm, I guess I'm more asking about like the original intent of the space and how it was when you first came in. Well, no, the, the, that was it was that's kind of like a, a half truth, because what they like to leave out is a lot of the dating coaches created the manosphere also. You know, there was there was the dating coaches by themselves was a side of the manosphere. You know, um, like uh, I would even I'll put uh, Alan Roger Curry in the mix. I'll put Ron Wills in the mix. You know, I'll mm-hmm. put a lot of the old school uh, even shit even back in the day. Um, hell, Tommy was around. Uh, Tariq Nasheed was around. Um, Player Supreme, uh, Thug Titian. There was a lot of guys that were around. Um, a lot of the guys that were a part of 1.0 that was, you know, here for like, you know, I guess like the nerds and the, you know, the, you know, uh, you know, males and uh, guys that kind of shunned the game. Um, you know, they were around also, but you know, a lot of the dating coaches were around also. But you mm-hmm. had a lot of guys that wanted to learn a game. And they uh they they wanted to talk to the dating coaches or they wanted to do what those dating coaches were doing, but they just said they weren't cut out for it. So they kind of created their own space as like right mm-hmm. now you see a lot of people here calling themselves black pilled because like uh, you know, um you can create a niche online. Right. And um and you know, when you create niches online, you don't necessarily have to fix your problem. You can literally just come online and have an echo chamber to repeat, you know, yeah, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of yeah. So so that's kind of what happened then here. But a lot of those guys, you know, they were breaking down a lot of good game. They were uh talking about the laws and things like that. Um, a lot of MRAs, uh, which are males rights activists, they were they were caught up in it too, but then you know they end up be getting red pilled once they realize you know there's no going to the court in certain cases or having civil discussions and stuff. You know, a lot of guys just say you know screw it, so you know, you know okay. they just kind of got tired of it, and then they you know that's that's part of how the space was created also. So it was just a melting pot of brothers uh, with all different types of gripes coming together and having the discussion. Okay, shout out to brother David Johnson. He says. F that panels are the best thing ever. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I think that interacting with people is what makes the space so enjoyable for me. Um, so I, I don't think that, yeah. I mean, I would probably still be in the space, but I don't know that I would be a content creator if we couldn't do like the one-on-one live interactions. Of course, yeah. but but the pre-records are uh, uh, something of its own. You know, you, um, it, it just switched to uh, after 2.0 uh, really started doing endless panels. That's when it really switched over to panels and stuff. So, you know, um, you know, make sure you guys pay attention to pre-records because that way you can get your, your vision out. You can, you know, break down certain things. Um, you can get a little bit more crowd participation by asking them what do they think about this down in the chat. 
stuff like that. So uh, pre-records definitely will expand your reach and people can actually really get a feel for where you're coming from personality-wise. Good point. Okay. We've done a few small short pre-records and I actually mm-hmm. enjoyed them. And hopefully in the future, we'll do like more of those because I also think that it brings in a different fan base. Like some people don't have two, three, four, five, twelve hours to dedicate to listening to someone. Right. And um, and YouTube will uh, uh, market your pre-records way faster than they will a live stream. Child, don't we know it? <laughs> Shout out to brother ARC, baby maker three thousand. Roger Curry. And he says, DJ Kuda is speaking truth when it comes to dating advice for single men. Um, when it comes to the dating advice, sing- dating advice for single men sector of the worldwide manosphere. I've been around since 1999. Tariq been around since 2000 and Ron Wills since 2001. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, ARC. Um, Kuda, would you consider yourself blackpilled? Um, no, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, really, I do have a, I have a very good understanding of the black pill aside, aside from, uh, what, what people know it today as, but no, I don't, I don't consider myself black pill, but I do understand, um, you know, uh, I do understand like, uh, you know, sir, I guess you would call it like uh, the secret to life. If, mm-hmm. if I could say that, like, um, basically like, um, basically like it's it's enlightenment you know what i'm saying um uh you know there's neither good nor bad it just is you know it's that it's, it's more of a deeper subject than a lot of people uh take it you know um, so which mm-hmm. which one of the pills would you relate most to red okay okay yeah, yeah okay. but um i do understand the uh the uh the black you know the black pill basically is is basically searching for enlightenment. You got to search for knowledge, but at the same time, you know, meditate, uh, listen to certain people like Earl Nightingale, uh, uh, Eckhart Tolle, uh, read certain books about you know mm-hmm. just you know you know basically what life is down to the root. You know, uh, you know, good or bad, yin and yang, um, stuff like yeah. that. You know, gotcha. So that's I don't know any other way I can really. <laughs> Do you think the pills yeah. like that? It's about like creating something that's unattainable or kind of like um, there is a it's kind of like classism almost and that, you know, eventually another pill will be created and they'll be like, okay, well, this is clear pill. This is something that only these people can be considered like that. It's about it's kind of like similar to classism. I, guess. I mean, it's kind of like classism. <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a state of mind that that uh, a lot of people. Uh, it's basically kind of like a state of mind or or how you go about certain things. But uh, the reason why the pills are were really around was because of the Matrix. You know, the Matrix uh, made it very easy for people to right. understand what was going on. You know what I'm saying? But the you know it's always been around. It's just the pill system makes it, uh, for lack of a better word, digestible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so you can understand what's going on. It makes it it easier. But there's a lot of people on YouTube that that uses the pill system, and they haven't they haven't uh, they haven't fully studied the matrix. They haven't really they don't really understand uh, what's going on. You know, gotcha, so, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So you we're doing live streaming now. You we have our panel discussions. In comes the women. How do you think women have affected the space? Yeah. 
Well, when when uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That's how angry the men are when they see the women coming in. <laughs> <laughs> All I heard was a growl. All right. So. <laughs> Um, that's I, what they I used to do the, when we were into chat. So go ahead, please. Yeah, um, I talked. I talked about this, and I've taken uh, a lot of heat for this. Um, if, if y'all haven't known, I, uh, you know, uh, I take. I've taken a lot of heat for this for having a woman here in the uh in the space. Um, I'm gonna say it how I say it, but I'm gonna tell you exactly what I meant. Um, women in the space, they have to have a job play i was about to say play brothers here couldn't understand that they couldn't see what i was talking about if if women if women he are going to be in a male space they have to have a job basically something to do and a lot of women they kind of get rubbed the wrong way when uh when when i used to say that but it but they agree after a while it's like you got to give them something to do you know you can't have women hanging around you and they don't have no type of job or no type of role, you know, they want to, they want to, um, they want to do something. So it's not like you're just giving, giving them a job or using them for something, you know, they have to have a, a purpose. Women would like to have a purpose in a man's life or, you know, in a male space, you know, um, if you don't give them a purpose, they will sit around and cause trouble, chaos, or bring a lot of their drama, you know, into the space. So number one, they have to have a job, you know, people here didn't understand it. They were trying to date. And if you fast forward to right now, niggas still trying to date. You know what I'm saying? This is not a place for uh, people to be dating, you know? And, and you know, it, uh, but, you know, it, you just, you have to have a job. You have to have something to do. If you don't have anything to do or, uh, you know, be an asset to the space, then, you know, uh, that's where the beginning of the problems will start. Now, when well, you say... Well, oh, go ahead, Danny. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, like, what jobs do you think the women should have in the space? Like, what do you think their purposes should be? Um, They could be, you know, uh, you know, promoting people's channel. Um, They can uh, negotiate with other women. They can um, bring uh, a lot of, you know, their good uh, logic to a conversation. You know, um, certain things do need a, a you know, a feminine touch. But um, like, cause it's the same way the other way around. If, if, a, if, a, if a dude goes over to a, a, a woman's, uh, space she gonna give them a job he's gonna be a either he's gonna have to be a simp he's gonna have to do mm -hmm. something he's gonna if, if if some other guys come in there she's gonna tell him to block him you know uh, mm -hmm. if a guy has a wrench in the space there are certain things that he's gonna have to do and it has to be it has to be the same way the other way around you know women can't just be lounging women don't let guys uh come in their space and be lounging you know they gotta What's the uh, donate they gotta you know Mm -hmm. What's the danger in women like lounging? Like what's the danger in having women in the space and they don't have anything to do? Like I, I understand, you know, in, in real world, in real life, how that could impact a relationship, but in a virtual space, how it, would it negatively impact or does it negatively impact the space? I mean, um, I wouldn't say it, it I mean, it can negatively impact the space, but like, um, like, in in this space particular we're not talking about uh you know favorable topics in a favorable way you know what i'm saying some of the things that we say and some of the things that we talk about um you know it it really rubs people the wrong way because these are conversations that people are not used to having and um what what you know having women over here the benefit to that in a certain way is if you have women over here that 
uh, understand where the guys are coming from, you know, understand certain content creators uh, support their channel and things like that. You know, when the walls come crashing down and people say, oh, well, women don't like this space. And we will be like, no, we have women here. And people will, you know, look at the women here like they're crazy. But then again, they're not. So women will uh, definitely open up the space, you know, for, uh, you know, for conversations with other groups of people that uh, that, you know, that will look at the space and be like, okay, they got women over there. So they might not be that bad or they might not be saying things, you know, that that uh that are too unfavorable and stuff like that so you know it 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 has its time and its place you know but guys just guys here they just don't know how to handle do you feel like men over simp oh i'm sorry say that say that again do you feel like men you had went out for you had went out for a second i'm sorry no it's good what'd you say oh i was asking do you feel like men have over simped for um women yes yes Okay. Yeah. yeah. But see, you cuz you got to look at women and uh the terminologies that they use. You know, you guys have a channel, you know, uh and you guys have, you know, manosphere guys on your channel, so they will look at you guys as male identified. But you guys would be what I I would consider, you know, a smart group of women because y'all know the sisterhood ain't shit in a lot of cases. You know, mm-hmm. like look at like look at what's going on now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you if you look at that side, it's like, damn, it's like, wow, you know, there's a like, like there's a there's a whole new asshole being ripped for, him. and it's like, yeah. and it's like, you know, I, I, you know, if you if you were on the type of stuff that they were on, I, I you know, I, I don't, I don't know, you know, I like looking at what's going on now, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you, you know, but we'll we'll probably touch on that a little bit uh, later, you know, going a little bit deeper on that, but. A lot of women know the sisterhood ain't shit. You know, you go outside and you and you live. You know, there's only a few women you can really align yourself around, and this this holds true, especially when you get older. You know, because mm. a lot of women are a lot of women are fake with each other. You know, very true. I I agree with that, and I think that we do know that the sisterhood, like you know, collectively, that the sisterhood ain't ain't ish. Um, there are still topics, and, and you know, granted, we are still um you know raised in matriarchal environments we are still uh you know um raised in a or kind of went to schools where westernized ideologies and feminism was pushed so that is still something that we contend with and in addition to that we still do empathize with women um we are both women and we are both um or have been both single mothers so you know we there are still things that we grapple with and or uh may not be 100 percent able to see like the man's point of view and or defend um some things that women do because we can empathize with them so i agree with all of your points as it relates to that but there was something you said that i just wanted to go back to really quickly mm-hmm. um when you talked about like the dating coaches and the pickup artists Uh-oh. when you were talking about manosphere 1.0 Personally, you kind of you kind of broke up. What did you say? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. Okay, sorry about that. Um, I have three bars. Let me get move. Go to a different room. (laughs) Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Um, I was just saying that as it relates to dating coaches and pickup artists, um, Mm. I would have thought that they would receive a, a, a a warm welcome in this space because it seems like a lot of the men. Um, that have these complaints are men that are socially awkward. So 
if someone mm-hmm. who's had success with women can come in and kind of give you pointers and give you tips um, as it relates regarding how to relate to women, regarding how to pick up women, how to, mm-hmm. you know, um, attract women, I would think that that would be something that would be well received um, as opposed to uh, men in this space kind of then going to categorizing them in a different light and wanting mm-hmm. to separate from the space because of the dating coaches and the artists. Well, well, yeah. Um. All right. So so back in the day, like around 1.0, um, you had a lot of guys that um, that branched off from the dating coach, uh, you know, uh, era because, um, you know, uh, but but dating coaches knew this was going to happen. It just took a little bit longer than expected. It was a reset. You had a lot of uh, bitter guys that couldn't pull off what the uh, dating coaches were talking about. And they kind of got mad and, and went their own way. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, a lot of guys, they were trying to mix game. And what happened was they had too many gurus when it didn't work out for them. You know, if you were trying to do what Mystery was talking about and then turn around and try to do what, uh, let's say, uh, Alan Roger Curry was talking about and it didn't work, they wouldn't get mad because they had two gurus or they weren't they weren't uh, listening to what the coach was saying. They would get mad at the, the dating coach. So a lot of people just wrote, uh, you know, pickup artists and dating coaches off as if their uh, that their material didn't work and um, uh, those guys were just pandering and trying to get money from people because you did have some people that were saying, oh, um, if if uh, if you read my book or purchase my book, you'll get 10 hot women tonight. You know what I'm saying? And uh, dudes actually dudes actually sat up there and believed that, you know, um, dudes, uh, you know, they kind of, you know, it was kind of that was kind of clickbait back in the day. A lot of that stuff was clickbait. But a lot of those guys, they didn't understand. They didn't have the, they didn't have the, uh, you know, the mental fortitude to pull off or, or, uh, uh, you know, soak up the game that they were listening to or reading. Um, what happened was a lot of guys just literally just went their own way. They just say, okay, well, the dating coaches are trash. Uh, this is trash. Women are trash. They just kind of okay. just, you know, uh, lost hope in a lot of different things. And because it, it wasn't just always, you know, just being uh, antisocial or awkward or whatever. But, you know, there's a reset coming right now because now this year, you know, uh, due to, you know, the the brew flu, COVID, um, it forced a lot of people to become socially awkward. So now uh, uh, it, it, if, if you guys are listening to uh, pickup artists and the dating coaches, they're, they're going to have a second wind right now. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, people um, want to get out and socialize. Yeah. I'm glad you said that I was um, because I was going to ask you. So, you know, with we've heard a lot of people say that dating coaches aren't anything. Um, When men can go to other countries, they can get nines, dimes, whatever, without having to put in any of the work. Um, Do you think that it's the environment here? How how did I want to phrase this? Okay. I was basically asking, do you think dating coaches are really, really necessary when men can go to other countries and pick beautiful women like flowers? According yeah, to of them. course. Yeah, of course. Um, I kind of got into it uh, like, you know, I'm for SYSBM. You know, I'm for a lot of brothers and stuff, but I'm just not for, uh, you know, uh, dudes that, you know, that, that don't know what they're talking about. You can go overseas. That's that's nice. You still got to talk. 
You know what I'm saying? You still gotta, you still gotta, uh, you still gotta, uh, you know, uh, interact with them. You know, you yeah, but to wave as much money. You still gotta talk to those people. Uh, let me tell y'all what these dudes do, because they're not gonna tell y'all the truth. Mm. They get a plane ticket, they go all the way halfway across the world, and they sit down, mm. go get a Long Island iced tea, and just look at women and say, "Damn." <laughs> shit. The same shit they do wow. here. They just like that. You go to the club, you post up by the bar, you go get you a, you go get you something to drink, and you say, "Damn," because that's how I that's agree. how these bars and that clubs. That's how they there. that's how they make their money. Yeah, they go yeah. across the they go across the country to do the same shit. They're not approaching those women. They don't even know how to speak their language. If you're gonna if you're gonna uh, be SYSBM, it's best for you to know somebody in the city that knows how to speak the language. So they can be a tour guide and they can take you around and, and introduce you and put you around some beautiful women. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You and, and that's basically dating through your social circle. You can do the same shit here. Dudes, what they do is they 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 uh they they blow shit out of proportion. It's not it's not that serious. It's not that hard. All right. A lot of dudes, I'm telling you, they go all the way across the the seas and 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 sit down and chill and do the same shit that they do here and just drink and say damn until they get enough liquid courage to go say something to somebody That's um literally what happened i'm gonna read the super chat shout out to brother david johnson he says i use chicks to expose hoes and hoe ass niggas but chicks will always need me to coach them that's what leaders do i utilize all my resources Brother David, mm -hmm. do what you do, babe. I understand. Um, and shout out to Brother David Johnson again. He said the sisterhood ain't shit, <laughs> and they stay hating. That's um, yeah, that was that was a good word. Um, also, because I had something else, I forgot what I was gonna ask. Concrete, go ahead, because I um, okay. I wanted to get back into that. Um, I wanted to ask, how do you think? The infamous interview with Kevin Samuels has affected this space um, because I I've seen I, I think I believe that it's impacted the space and I want to know what your thoughts are and specifically um, if you think it's impacted the space and if so how do you think it's impacted the, impacted the space? Oh, you mean with the average at best girl? Yes, yes, yes. Um. It definitely um, impacted the space. I mean, um, a lot of people there, you know, they kind of dropped what they were doing and, you know, kind of jumped on, you know, on the wave. And um, I did a I did a show not too long ago uh, talking about how we need to um, we need to, you know, give people their flowers, congratulate them. But we need to uh, separate their success um, in a lot of cases with what we have going on. We need to we need to learn from their success and um you know apply that to what we have going on you know um there's a lot of people that have been definitely inspired you know by you know what what he's done which is which is dope you mm -hmm. know but um you know you can't be him he's his own thing you know oh, let him enjoy his success you know let him have what he has same thing with Jessica you know she blew up you mm -hmm. you can definitely learn from her situation but don't try to be her don't try to you know you could try to you can you know it's flattering you know you could try to emulate somebody's success but don't change your whole you know mission statement to you know to 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 what they're doing and stuff like that because even they will tell you okay yeah you know it it, it could be a wave right now 
but you know you but at the same time you know you have people that were talking about something completely different shift gears mm-hmm. and 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 did that you know and um you know i've been you know i talk about tech equipment and stuff in this space uh one thing the manosphere don't do they don't utilize their weapons you know uh people mm-hmm. that could actually do things actually uh take the space a step further um Ooh, they don't they don't utilize none of their weapons but um one thing one thing i saw that um it got a lot of people talking about you know tech gear and equipment and mm-hmm. um having a uh having a, 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 a you know, a, a good product, a decent show, things that I was talking about but got overlooked, you know. So um, it's, right. good, it's good that people are talking about, you know, that and, and you know, to further the space. You brought some you good happens. points. I, I just yeah. wanted to touch on this really quickly. I, I mm-hmm. agree with everything that you said, and I think that imitation is definitely flattering, but you, you, you can, um, you, you're, you're not, Kevin. So you're not Jessica. So you can try mm-hmm. to imitate what they're doing, but that doesn't mean it'll have the same effect for you. But I, I noticed that with um, that video going viral, that it brought in a new wave of people. So people who are just not familiar with the space. And as a result, there's been a trickle down effect. It looks like to most people's channels have um, been, you know, impacted positively from that trickle down effect. Um. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, you know, uh, they, they're getting a lot of views and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of women on the other side that's going to uh, look up, you know, certain names and they're just going to uh, sit in and, and uh, you know, watch, you know, uh, people uh, with their name in the title and stuff because they're, they're interested in uh, the, you know, in, in both, you know, uh, Kevin and Jessica. So um, they're going to try to get as much information on them as much as possible uh, when it comes down to content. So a lot of people, they do use their names and stuff and um, they, they, you know, they got their stimulus check. You know what I'm saying? Well, (laughs) with the, with the success of Jessica X, you know, we'll hear a lot about um, she's going to take over the space. It's the woman's fear. Um, They're taking over the space. What is your opinion on that? About uh, Jessica taking over the space? Yes. Um, well, I mean, like, you know, I've been, I've been hearing this for like more than a year, you know what I'm saying? Um, I've been telling people, you know, um, nah, she cool. She, she going to do her own thing, you know? Um, she's definitely, she's definitely earned, you know, what she got, you know, her success, you know, you know, she'll even tell you, you know, we, we put her through the gauntlet, you know, over, especially on Thursday, we put her through the gauntlet. So she definitely knows exactly what she's doing. She knows how to, you know, she got a good game. That's that's her success. You know, I don't know why why the Manosphere is identifying themselves with what she got going on. You know what well, I'm saying? let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you've had some guys who have been in the space for years, for mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Everybody, um, I'll say a lot of the channels do have a lot of the same rhetoric and talking points. Um, with her having, um, a quick success, she's gone through the gauntlet, but in comparison for guys that have been here for years and haven't had the same, haven't had the same success, um, what's your opinion on that? I mean, you know, you, David Blaine, you got to break out of your own box. It's something that they're not doing. I'm like, you know, you can't watch somebody else's plate. It's something they're not doing, you know. You might have to change up your topic. You might have to, you know, post cats playing with ball with a ball of yarn or something. You gotta, you know, YouTube I agree. is 
YouTube is one of those one of those places where you know you can you can if y'all look on my channel like I every so often y'all see me uh uh talking about drones uh y'all see me talking about uh interfaces microphones um y'all will see me uh do do videos on different things not just talking about women so you know you got to learn how to attract a different audience you know and then at the same time you know um like at the at the same time you you know you the audience the, the audience that she attracted like why why are guys you know numbers wise cool but why are guys thinking that's success i'm i'm not trying to be around those hoes I really don't. Yeah, uh, I, uh, that nah, you know. community and a yeah, lot of, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying. Yeah, I'm not trying to be around them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, the manosphere. That's why I said they don't use their weapons. Jessica definitely, like I said, uh, you know, you know, you you give the young ladies here in the space a job. You, you, dudes are even looking at Jessica's content wrong. If you're mm -hmm. a guy, of course, you know, you don't want to get too much into the girls' gossip and stuff. But at the same time. Look at what she's doing. Same thing with Kevin. Look at what he's doing. Both of them collectively are showing you something. Y'all, the, the manosphere collectively, aside from people individually, don't know how to soak up game. They don't. They have to look at those channels and and see all of these delusional women and stuff like that. That reassures you what you what you've been talking about for years. This is how they are. They're they're really exposing that. They're really showing showing you exactly what we've been talking about for years you know if anything you can do you can use that for content you see what this person said over here at this channel this shows you exactly what i was saying on this date is exactly true right. and being that that's true let me build on some more to tell y'all okay so now we got a case study and all of this stuff is true let me show y'all exactly what's going on and why you, you it's a teaching moment her and kevin are literally teaching but people they look at the entertainment and the shock value of it because the women that go to their channel, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for the drama, the entertainment, and the shock value. Because half of those women, when you hear them speak, the type of guys that they say that they want, them dudes wouldn't even, them dudes won't even, won't even look those women's way. <laughs> Ooh, they're, not, they're not even the type of the type of guy, the women that those guys go for. So it's just, it's just funny, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. You know, a lot of times too, you just gotta, you know, uh, you know, take a step back and and you know and and look at and look at their content and understand exactly, you know, what is what is what is going on, you know. Shout out to brother David Johnson. He says salute to my player partner DJ Kuda of Player yes, Talk Radio and tech support to the entire manosphere and i'm glad that. he said that because this is what i wanted to ask you as well mm -hmm. do you feel like you get the credit you deserve um for trying to get people to upgrade their equipment because you've been on our asses and i'm saying the entire manosphere about get yeah, your equipment. he's a bit of a snob <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, well, I, I kind of turned in yeah i kind of turned into one but like um no i definitely don't you know, um, there's a lot of people that have given me my flowers and my roses and I really I really appreciate it. But I, I definitely I definitely don't. And, you know, um, how I got treated, you know, stuff that I, I, you know, I've been through for a lot of the things. There's a lot of the things that I've been saying and been talking about aside from tech, you know, here in the manosphere um, that has come to pass and, and true. You know, um, I definitely get undermined a lot. But uh, you know, there's a lot of people that's floating around. They, you know, if they know, they know. 
and you know um no i still i still low-key gonna, gonna complain but i i kind of calmed down over over time you know um you know it, it sets you it sets you apart when you know after a while when people don't listen and you still doing your thing and you still you stand the test of time you know mm. you know and i'll, I'll definitely that. tell you um because curlin did follow um some of your some of your advice well the advice that he could follow everything's mm -hmm. been under back order you can't hardly get some of the equipment yeah but um the stuff that, that he was good. able to get mm -hmm. was um actually real beneficial so mm -hmm. yeah, because because the thing is is people are looking at the at the at the price of the stuff you know if you if you got the money man part with that punk ass money and and, <laughs> and go get you go get you some equipment because it's a tool it's really a tool if you know what you're doing it's really a tool to make your job a lot easier you know uh, you know streaming y'all gotta understand sh streaming is a whole different beast you're taking radio and media and you're and you're literally streaming it from the comfort of your home right uh, hollywood hollywood right now is not even hollywood you know i go on clubhouse and I'm seeing a whole bunch of rappers and, and, and every black person on there all of a sudden is a uh is a is a is an entrepreneur and they got a they got a bridge in Brooklyn that yeah, yeah that, wanna, that, wanna, that they're gonna sell you. Mm-hmm. And the thing is is that yeah, but the thing is is that they're trying to be like this space. It's the basically the party line. They don't have to cam up or do nothing. See, what they did is they they make people believe that you can start a podcast from your phone. And you definitely mm -hmm. can start a podcast from your phone, but the I, the idea is to not stay on your phone. You gotta you gotta at least upgrade and and, and and you know get a studio and stuff like that. You know at least get a decent microphone or something so people can hear you. You know a lot of people a lot of people they don't have conviction or they don't have n nothing in their voice really you know really drawing their points home because you know how they sound. You know and then that's another thing. Yeah. Anything coming from a phone. To just any microphone sounds good, but then you got to train your ear. So you know, it I, I, with the manosphere, I'm saying, okay, if we're in a space where uh, where uh, a lot of people can't or won't cam up, you know, audio is the key. Either way, audio was the key because people will watch yeah. a fucked up video. They're not gonna they're not gonna listen to no messed up audio. They definitely you know not what? gonna listen to no messed up audio. That's you true. On the money, and I feel like you know how like the pastor preaching, and you feel like he's talking to you. <laughs> but no, <laughs> Danny always tells me that um, you know that you know it, how we should invest in the platform and things of that nature. And mm -hmm. um, personally, I do agree with you. And it is an investment, and especially when you're in the space and your platform is growing and you're making a little bit of change from it, like it reinvest in yourself. So that yeah. you know, um, you're you're um, it's a bit you know it's only a benefit to you. You're you're not taking away from anything by investing in appropriate uh, equipment to you know do what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're spending hours upon hours doing something. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you know, save your phone. The you know the you know the the work. You know that's your that's your uh you know that's your personal item. You know you know have a studio something separate because you know um like like i i mean I, and i get it a lot of times people's phone is the best piece of tech that they have which is true you know even with all this tech that i have my phone is still the best it's piece because of tech it's that mobile like you can move right. around with it as opposed right. to sitting in one space right it's the convenience and that's that's the thing with america i tell you if you want to get rich in america create something that'll make people more lazy mm. it's the convenience 
you know, right. convenience, you know. But, like, you know, the streams, like, you know, to kind of cut down on boarding and stuff like that and having a, a, a really good stream and having really good playback ability, you know, we have to we have to upgrade uh, how we do stuff in the space. One of the reasons why a lot of people respect Kevin is because he's not he's not in no weird place. He has a nice background. He got the lights. He got the nice audio going. Um, he got other things going on. Whole ambiance. Yeah, the whole ambiance. That's what that's what makes a lot of people respect them more. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was trying to tell uh, dudes in the space. It's like, okay, you know what? When these women start invading the space, you know, uh, women from the other side, since y'all want to have, you know, these interactions with them, they coming over here with studios. Uh, a lot of them are on their phone. They on some dusty shit too. But what I'm saying is that, you know, a lot of them, they got, they got, uh, they, you know, they got, they got uh, microphones, they got studios, they got uh, uh, sponsorships, they got a big uh, crowd of women that's coming with them, and they got a whole bunch of people that will do whatever they say. You see what I'm saying? And what I'm saying is that, you know, we need to, when, when people look or, or, or listen to certain dudes in this space, you know, if you have a professional setup or a look or, or, or a sound and things like that, you know, that will yield you more respect than just some random guy yelling in his phone about, you know, about women all day, you know? Mm. And, a lot of, and a lot of guys, they didn't True. see what I was saying. So if the space wants to continue, I mean, it's going to be forced to do it. It's not by choice anymore. After a while, it's going to be forced. And then the thing is, is that as brothers, you know, we're doing we're doing some fly shit. Like this is like like we we're we're in a space where dudes are actually investing. The audience is putting into the space, and we and we want to give them a show. We want That's them so to get true. the most out of the space. I even took it to the point where I was saying, you know what, as an audience member. If you're going to be a panel participant, definitely go out and get a microphone yourself. So when you call into the show, you're not borging out. People can hear you clearly. You can get your point across. Um, this helps the creator of the show have a really good, smooth show instead of us stopping and say, hey, can you hear me? Okay, one second. Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Because sometimes when you're borging out and stuff and you're and you're and you got a great idea and you're and you're really about to, you know, say something, you know, that that carries weight. Or or uh or, or or that's 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 very you know articulate. Um, Borgen will 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 thwart that whole thought. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So impact you know, just, the flow. Yeah, just just for us to sound uh you know have a more professional sound. Uh, people to take us more seriously, and then also you know you don't know how big the space may get because so many people they steal from this space. You know they sneak soak and they steal from this space, and um you know. You don't want somebody to come to you and buy you out. You know what I'm saying? You don't want somebody to come to you and buy you out and say, hey, man, well, guess what? We can offer you a studio on the other side of town with grade A equipment and all this other stuff. No, you want to be able to tell that dude, nah, we, we got to renegotiate this deal. I, I got those microphones and everything. Y'all coming to me. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, you know, uh, you know, like they can't offer you something that you already have and that you know how to use and that you've you've perfected, you know? Okay. Um. Shout out to Babe. He says he ain't a snob. He was right. It is an it's an investment into yourself. Kuda saved me a lot of time and research for our studio. I like it. I was telling you, absolutely true. Yeah, um. It. Shout out to Brother Kenny Conjo. He said, "What's up, ladies? 
He said, DJ Kuda, the inauguration was looking very calm, yeah. but nice in our city. DMB forever. Peace, yeah. everyone. Thank you so much, Brother Kenny. Yeah, I was down Thanks, there. I was going to uh, interview some people, but I was like, nah, I ain't about to mess around. It was a lot of uh, Army and a lot of, uh, you know, National Guard and people out there, police and stuff. Yeah. Stuff closed, so. Yeah. Well, I want to switch gears. I want to talk about some of your interpersonal relationships within the space. Okay. I was a huge fan of the original Third Shift. Okay. Um, And I'll tell you how much of a fan I was. I don't lose sleep for nobody. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> I hate losing sleep. I'd be yeah. mad. Yeah. But I would either go to sleep late. Oh, wake mm -hmm. up real early yeah. to catch third shift. Yeah. <laughs> um, it seems that that original crew on third shift has kind of um dissolved. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's any repairing those relationships? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you also feel that um your platform was kind of hijacked and your format used? uh hijack what do you mean like so there's another content creator that's bigger mm -hmm. um that seemed to have taken it almost like your name you know you mm -hmm. have player talk radio they have mm -hmm. something talk radio oh, and yeah. i was like that was kind of strange and when i looked at it it was interesting because you had your music playing you know you would play your um music before uh before you uh begin your monologue then you would open up the panel mm -hmm. um so i was just trying to figure like did you feel like that was kind of taken from you a little bit because i i kind of felt like that was taken from you a little bit because i felt like you came up with the whole concept of player talk radio mm. you had um everybody else up there chopping game it was um fun conversations um some controversy but it was still fun but i thought that your plat it was yours it was good it was your mm -hmm. format and I, I thought it was great did you feel like that was stolen from you a bit no um i understood it um you know uh with that like um like you know if you inspire if you inspire people to kind of you know go in a different direction and um you know if you inspire people to, you know, do something totally different, you know, that, you know, and uh, the person that I think you guys are talking about, you know, um, definitely that that was a, a, basically a big up, uh, you know, to me. You know, um, I get my credit. He gives me my flowers and my roses and stuff, you know. Um, well, good, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it's cool. It's cool to um, inspire other people to do that. And also, um, it to me... You know what I'm saying? Because I've had definite, definitely had conversations, you know, with AM. And it's like, um, you know, uh, it was a head nod to me that, yeah, man, you know, it was it was I took it as a big up. You know what I'm saying? Because he inspired a lot of people. Also, you know, a lot of, the, uh, you know, like I said, I, I was around since, you know, the, the beginning of a lot of this stuff. So it was dope for me to inspire somebody that maybe in a lot of cases in my life that I probably don't even realize probably inspired me. You know what I'm saying? Over the years. Yeah. So so, you know, uh, for somebody, you know, of that magnitude uh, to, you know, uh, give me my flowers and my roses and, and uh, you know, um, always, you know, he al he always, you know, what I'm saying he always he, he been he been there, you know. So, 
you know, it wasn't it wasn't nothing wrong. Um, I didn't I didn't take any any offense to it, but I understood how other people would look at it. But you know, um, I I give him his props. You know, you know, AM is one of the legends, and uh, to inspire him to you know take what he got going into a different direction, you know, um, that that was some dope shit. I, I you know I I fucks with it. You know, good stuff, Kuda. Very classy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to Melody. For the super chat, yep. hit no. She says, "Hit the like button." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Phone sex operator yeah. voice. Um, oh. Thank you, Melody. We appreciate you. Yeah. Um, you want me to go ahead and go with my question? Yes. Okay. Um, DJ Kuda, you mentioned Clubhouse, and I mm-hmm. have to admit. I have been loving Clubhouse. Like, yeah, it, it's I, I a added, super I added dope you space on to me. Yeah, yeah I, I, you I and you uh, DJ Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, you, you and back. DJ Cadillac were the only people there. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you in uh, any rooms or anything like when I'm on, but I have to say, for mm-hmm. me, I found that I've been spending a lot more time on Clubhouse because mm-hmm. of the networking opportunities, because the space is just so different, because you can specifically, you know, tailor, you know, the um, go into the tailor your hallway the way you want it. So you can yeah. basically listen to the conversations or partake in the conversations that meet your specific needs. So yeah. I, like having that ability to do that is like dope for me and I'm absolutely loving it. But I want to yeah. know if you think that, you know, Clubhouse, especially being that it's about to go global, is going, you know, it's, it's moving from its beta format um yep, if yep. it is going to impact uh like the views and the viewership here in this space because you know once it goes global everybody will be able to access it people yeah. have the ability to listen to and partake in and um take excuse me and engage in those conversations that are meaningful to them and for me personally i don't see a lot of the toxicity that i see in this space Oh man, it's coming. Um, I, I got a lot of uh content that, that I need to put out. Yeah, it's coming. Cool Love to say it. Just wait a minute. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, and I yeah. heard people already saying it's scammers and everything. I, but you yeah, Clubhouse is gonna hallway. go to shit. Yeah, no, Clubhouse yeah. is going uh, to go to shit. Um, I've been in rooms with uh, uh Master P, uh, oh, Twenty One yeah. Savage. The this, game, this, this, yeah, the game. Um, yeah, I was over Samuel, there when he was prank, yeah, when he was prank calling. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people. I've been in the room with a lot of celebrities. They're over there chilling. Once once Clubhouse goes from beta to to uh to to global, half those celebrities are gonna be gone. And then you got a lot of uh D list and E list celebrities that are probably gonna take over. Um black people really don't understand how uh uh corporate really works. I mean, it's cool to talk to celebrities and people whose album that you bought or hey, I like this song and stuff like that is probably the closest that uh that uh you know y'all will get to these uh people or listening to them in a in a casual setting on what they have to say but it's not those people you should be talking to you need to talk to their managers or their publicists or their lawyers and people that they know those are the people right. that's going to get you in the building yeah right, with the right. actors and, like i think it's kind of like too much hype and you know it i've is. been in rooms where they come in though and they'll just engage regularly in the conversation yeah. i'm cool with yeah. that if they're coming out of those people just giving the input but see, that's the thing. A lot of those people, they haven't created them themselves. It's a it's a whole team behind them. You know? It's a whole team behind those people. They don't they don't create themselves. 
you know? So what I'm saying is even when it goes uh, uh, global, it's not going to really do anything because there's too many apps out there that's, that's just like it. They're, they're really trying to be what this space is. Clubhouse, wow. you, you, Clubhouse is all audio. You, you can't cam up. YouTube's already yeah, doing it. Then you got another. Then the you got thing. another. Uh, yeah. Yeah, people can't even like message mm. you or anything. Like you have to yeah. have your Instagram linked in order for them to message you on Instagram. Yeah. Then you come. Yeah, it is. That I see areas of opportunity for that. Platform. Yeah, because I I did a couple Manosphere shows over there, and um, a couple people chimed in. I was just you know kind of testing it out. Hey, shout outs to shout outs to David Johnson, man. Thank you, bro. I I appreciate it. Hold on, I don't. I don't know if I can do that here, but, <laughs> but uh, well, it's done. <laughs> okay, but uh, Clubhouse, Clubhouse, um, is basically like this other app called Stereo, and then um, there's another app, uh, I think Caffeine. There's a whole bunch of these apps popping up, but I'm telling y'all right now, we gotta stay here because they're biting off of what we got going on here. They be, uh, oh. it's it's nice over at Clubhouse, but I'm gonna tell you right now. Compared to what we got going on here, they be having struggle conversations. Gotcha. They be having some struggle ass conversations. So yeah, you, know, you got a uh, hundred doing... people on the stage and everybody trying like yeah. it gets kind of chaotic. Yeah, and then that's the thing. Everybody's on their phone. That's another thing. Everybody is on their phone, which which kind of pisses me off because people are over there. I'm a podcaster. I'm a real podcaster. I'm a such and such. I'm a, you can't buy you can't really call yourself a podcaster if you don't have any type of equipment. I'm sorry, and I'll I'll say that. You know, people get rich. Oh, he got rich. Well, he just got rich. He's not a podcaster still. You know, it's cer certain things like like you know, like you hit me all the time. I here. Let me let me let me go ahead and order my. Well, not just right that. Now. I mean, if you if, if you're a part, <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying like. This no, is what I'm saying. Not, if if you're a part of a show and stuff like that, and and uh, you know what I'm saying, and you collab and stuff like that, yeah, that can make you a podcaster. But what I'm saying is that people just pick up their phone and and uh, like, but that's what's advised nowadays. You know, if you go on Anchor, they say you can do it off your phone. I had to record a commercial on Anchor saying, "Oh, you can do it off your phone." But what I'm saying is that YouTube has more of a uh, of a podcaster. Uh, uh, you know, background than than uh, let's say Clubhouse and things like that. These people are starting on their phone. Eventually, you can you can hook something to you know your phone or a DAW or something like that, and and have a show, a successful show. Them over there, they're just they're just gonna be niggas on their phone yelling. That's why I said once it goes once it goes uh uh global, it's gonna go to shit because it's just gonna be a whole bunch of niggas yelling on their phone. You 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 treat things a little bit different when you ha actually have a studio instead of you yell on your phone. Y'all yell on your phone at your at your your cousins, your mama, your grandma, your everybody else. It's different when you're yelling into a microphone. At least you know you're doing something professional to actually yell into a microphone. You know, if that makes sense. It does, Kuda. It okay, does. Am, I, am I by myself? I can go. Fuck yeah, I no. follow. I follow completely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, it's, it's an integrity thing and it keeps the integrity of the space. Okay. Some people, that's why I was telling people to go, to go, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, here to go get their equipment because, you know, it keeps a little bit of the integrity in the space. Yeah. But it's better to yell in a studio than in your phone. 
<laughs> I, I, I look, I, I'll, I'll say that it's a little bit better to yell in your studio than than in your phone, you know. Okay. Because at least you have a studio to can't yell. Can't disagree in, you know with that. Saying? Can't can't, yeah. can't disagree with that. Yeah. Well, Kuda, do um you have time to stay for us to open it up a little bit? Oh yeah, I'm I'm free. I'm yours. I'm I'm good. All right, we're yeah. gonna drop the link. Um, Kuda, do you do you miss the original third shift? Um, yeah. Lately, I've been um I've been I've been referring back to a lot of the old shows because what we were talking about then, uh, what we were talking about then, uh, you know, basically it it. You know, it it is is what is going on now. You know. Yeah, I was just and like y'all so. had like you had like a whole little variety show, yeah. um, going on over there, yeah. and it was just it was just dope. Well, I mean, uh, certain conversations kind of you know got in the middle of that, like game and and uh, all the, you know a whole bunch of other stuff that people are right now talking about. You know what I'm saying? Right. You right. Know? Right. Uh, well, yeah, I did drop the link. I, okay. Everything, I, everything I was it, talking um, about then, people now are talking about it and then some. So, you know. I was doing a little bit of research uh, for the interview and I was watching some content that other people had on you. And I mm. caught, like, um, I don't think it was like um, a little a, a young white girl that, that had interviewed you, I think a couple of days ago or something. Oh, Shirley. Shout out, yeah, shout out to little Shirley. Yeah, yeah. Shirley, she's Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, she mentioned Jessica X and stuff too, so I'm assuming that she goes over to yeah. Jessica's space too. But um, I don't know who, or it was, it was somebody, and you were talking about the fall of the manosphere, and I'm trying to figure out like, is that what you are referring to when you talk about that? Like, the fall of the manosphere is that what happened when 3.0 was ushered in, or what does that? What what does that? What were you referring to? Um, just some of the stuff that's going on right now. Um, even um, there's some interviews with me at uh Bernard Riley. Um, there's people breaking down my interview at Bernard Riley. You know, uh, new people to the space. Um, uh, basically, when I said like the manosphere basically has fallen, it's just a lot of stuff that you know the manosphere uh ha has going on right now that basically just took it away from from where it used to be, like um, or and and what it was for and what you know, dudes used to talk about, you know, like the, the whole uh, women in the manosphere, that kind of, that kind of really, that kind of really showed dudes hands, you know, uh, mm. what's going on right now. This shows people's hands. Um, Just a lot of things. It just, it just kind of showed that the manosphere, the manosphere is not ready for a lot of the things that they say it's ready for. Oh, you know? give a, like, give us an example of what you don't think that they're ready for. They're that... not ready for this group of women that's about to come through. And describe those group of women. Uh, these the delusional uh, divestment. Uh, yeah, these delusional divestment, uh, feministic uh, women that are coming with, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, T-Rexes. So what makes you say that they're not oh, ready? No, no, uh, not not two right. uh uh El Caminos. Oh El Caminos. Oh, there you go. oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Cause somebody yeah. got blamed for bringing them up in the space when they were already here. Yeah. But, uh shout out to Ty City for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kuda, what's going on in your personal life? Are you dating? Um, yeah, I'm in a, a relationship at the moment. 
Oh, you, yeah. you plan on getting married one day? Hell no. <laughs> oh wow! Really? Now she might be listening. She gonna, she gonna hear this too. Hell no, <laughs> no. You wrong. No, I mean, I'm, I'm going steady, man. We cool. We cool. Oh God. I'm going. I'm going steady, but um, yeah. Room, I mean, we just, it, huh? huh? No, we good. We just, we just, you know, we a fresh, new quote unquote couple. We just, yeah, we going steady. So your, your lady, she she frequents the space. Um, she, she knows about it to whatever she, you're doing. She knows about it. No, she doesn't really listen to me. She know I'm here, but she she knows about the space, but she doesn't really, you know, she kind of if you're going to get somebody, honestly, uh, get somebody that doesn't know or or really doesn't care about what's going on here. Because sometimes when you when you get to talk to them, who you telling? I can't run shit on curling. Right. But, <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is like when you get to talking to them about what's going on here, it'll stress them out and stuff like that. So, you know, I kind of you know, I kind of like that she stays separate. I just don't I just I either don't tell them about the space or I or, you know, if they know about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm spending a lot of time uh, doing something, especially overnight, like the hours that I'm running my show overnight. You know, you know what I'm saying? I definitely could be doing some other stuff, you know. Naeem but, said, what's her yeah. height, weight, and dress size? <laughs> Uh-oh. She, she, she petite, man. She petite. So. Okay. Where are you at, Kuda? Out in Cali? No, I'm in D.C. In the DMV oh, yeah, you did just say that. DM, DMV, Maryland? Yeah. yeah DC, you don't Maryland, have the accent. Virginia. I no, I don't. Yeah, I really okay. don't. Yeah. What's up, David? Hey, bro, David Johnson. Hey. What's going on, Dave? Howdy. What up? Salute, lady. Hey, man. Salute. Shout out to you, man. Salute, you know salute. It, bro. You know salute. how we do it, bro. Hey, bro, look, bro. I appreciate you, bro. You know, you know, I'm pretty humble with the game. You know, I'm cocky, but I'm humble. And I give credit yeah. where credit is due, bro. Most and definitely. You definitely deserve that, bro. You put in a lot of work. You was around here pushing that. I ain't gonna never let nobody lay that down. So I'm always tell you know I'm always promote that about you, bro. Most deaf. I appreciate it. I definitely do. And no. definitely, yeah, you definitely, uh, yeah, Dave, Dave got hella game, y'all. So you know, y'all better make sure, you know, y'all, you know, soak up. Dave, 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 Dave got hella game melody. for real, man. Melody. Dave got hella game. Where the humility at? Oh, no, 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 listen, you right. Like, humble? Like, listen, let me say this. Like, you know, let me say this. I tried humble. I was humble as a kid. I'm gonna tell you right now, that gets you shitted on. Now, make no mistake. Of course, you have to be able to control your shit, but I'm letting you know, I did humble. It was the worst time of my life. I'll never go back to be <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, people wow. like understand people don't people don't appreciate you. They only appreciate you when they feel like you fucked up or you got issues like when you don't have any any real weaknesses and you happy about life people be mad about that because they like how the fuck you figured out life and you ran this motherfucker feeling good and happy all in a good mood and i'm over here pissed off so good you point. become the object yeah, that's what, of their yeah. hate yeah that's what people do they after a while they want to bring the savage out of you though but, yeah, you that's know. all it is man yeah. and listen listen anybody who knows me knows i'm a savage motherfucker when i want to be so i like <laughs> being able to turn that on and turn that off because listen there's nobody on this motherfucker that has out trolled me everybody who's heard me work they can vouch for that it can't nobody yeah. out -troll me. so you know oh no david listen, i think as women, we deal with the same thing what what you mean 
Huh? Oh no, Say that Dan again. was saying she thinks she may have you with the trolling. Oh. Oh, you got me with the. I listen, 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 sister. Hey, you better check, my, you better check, better check your check records, man. <laughs> hey, hey, sister George is pretty good. I, she had me dying a lot of days. I got to get her. She been, yeah, a, but she, y'all been around. Been I be seeing her on Bernard yeah. Channel trolling. Um, oh, you I, know, I want to comment listen. on something though, David. When oh, you ahead. say like people like hate women, deal with that too. As women, right. even like <laughs> when it, if it when it comes to your relationships and things like that, if you're too happy, you know what I mean. Then you know you got people that's supposed to be your friends or people in your circle that be hating on the fact that you got a successful relationship or you're engaged or whatever. Right. I'm going right. to tell y'all right now, y'all got to learn a lot of times, man, especially getting old, y'all got to learn how to move alone because people are really not happy for any type of success that, um, you know, that, 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 you know, you know, I, I, I got friends that will consider themselves my best friends. You know what I'm saying? I won't even let them into this space in a lot of cases because it's like, right. you know what? Okay. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll be the first ones. No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? Or. Or they'll say, you know, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll try to put their mouth on your success or whatever, you know, and, uh, right. or, you know, people, and, I listen, people are really not happy. This was weird to be like, like, you, I, like, I have to dumb down everything I got going on. If I say half of the shit I got going, people get mad. And it's weird to me because it's like, if you act like you have to lie, I'm like, if you had a million dollars, you could relate to a person having a million dollars. You find that the people who always hate and the people who always are mad, those are the people who are not really living their best lives. They're the people, they, they, they're not really fulfilling what life is, so they want to project their shortcomings onto you. I Like, listen, for everything I've had hard, I, I've also had a great life. Like I said, being able to do for yourself since 13 is so liberating. As much as the struggles I've went through, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It helped me become a man. And through the process of that, I accomplished a lot of shit. And you find that most people be angry about that. And it's weird because most people are not, uh, but they uh, want to sell that. Oh, they look, here's a hater right now. Nigga, when you, you speak the devil and he appears. Oh, <laughs> I am the devil. Oh, Very true. We know Very that. Nah, but, we know that. Go ahead. Kuda. But now nah, what, I, what I was saying is that, um, you know, um, a lot of your friends aren't going to be happy for your success because, you know, if they know you when you were struggling, it's like, oh man, that that nigga, he doesn't deserve a rose. He deserves that Civic that I always see him driving in. You know what I'm saying? Like right. a lot of people, mm -hmm. it, a lot of like you know, strangers are gonna be your biggest supporters. Not Fact. even your, not even your friends. Strangers okay. will support you. They'll make sure your success. Your friends, they keep you in pocket in a lot of cases because that's how they they they're gonna go off their off of their memory of you. Whereas, uh, you know, you know. Strangers will say, oh, you're this great, amazing person, which you really are, right? But your friends are like, nah, you just such and such from round the way. You know what I'm saying? Some of your friends don't, a lot of your friends don't support. And, or, uh, or, you know, yeah. Or they'll use that. They'll use your fame to be like, so they'll use that. They don't really even fuck with you or really like you, but right, they'll right. use your clout. Thank you, y'all. No, go ahead, Dave. I was listening. Go ahead. No, I was I was just agreeing with you, bro. No, you got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Your friends, friends, friends make the best friends gonna make your your, your best enemies in right. a lot of cases. So a lot of times you just gotta be off the humble, do things on your own. Um, like I said, the older you get, you only gonna have two to three good friends really around you. Right. Uh, That's you a know, fact. 
And, and they um, say they say people gonna hate you for whatever you do. So I learned I'm gonna do me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna violate you. I'm not gonna do anything out of line, disrespectful you. But if you can't handle my shine, how is that my problem? Doesn't that sound like a you problem? How is my shine that. problem? Well, that's, you? Well, that's that's the thing. Especially your friends. Uh, you know, people assume that they're that they're uh either better or or equal to you. And but that, no, is, wait, that's, yeah. that's the lie. Listen, Kuda, that's the lie. Listen, yeah. they're really insecure. So yeah. what they do is they give you, they tell themselves he's not better than me. In all actuality, they hate to see you work because every day that you do what you do, you remind them of what they're not doing. Well, exactly so what they, they yeah. obsess right. is a constant right. shit on them. And it's really not because all right. they got to do is take the time and use that energy you're using to hate me. Uh, message and put that into honing who you are how you can shine and you don't have to be mad at me you bitch right. ass nigga you well, well some, sometimes uh, too you, you tell them you tell them to do something and, and they don't do it but the thing is sometimes he's you such tell a them savage y'all let you him tell be. them you tell them to do something and then they don't do it and then when you turn around and do it and get some type of success from it they will resent you for that you right. know, because a lot of times they want to be the man. And then if it's like, oh, he's the really that's how you look at him. It's like, oh, OK. And they'll resent yeah. you for helping them. Like I learned I've got oh, yeah, that too. resentment yeah. from people I helped. I'm like, this shit is weird. I did the most for you and you the biggest backstabbers. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Fuck, man, that's why I started yeah. saying, well, maybe I need to quit spoiling people because I got a habit of spoiling people. That's my gift to how I get you. But I'm like, maybe I need to quit spoiling. Oops, shit. I'm not on you. This nigga. Yeah, but uh -huh. it was your turn to go. Um, what did you have to say? Y'all killing me, man. Hey, <laughs> man. Oh wait, who's top? Is it Ark? Ark or me? No, you. What's up, nigga? What's going on, smooth? ARC, what's going on, man? Top. Oh, ARC. What's up, Kuda? Yeah. What's up, brothers? Hey, man. I just wanted to say real quick, man. Um, you know, I want to give Kudas his rose, Kuda his roses while he's here. You know, my first introduction with Kuda was not a very good one, but I'm glad all of that changed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, Kuda's third shift really got me through a lot of shit around that time. You know what I'm saying? I was in between jobs. Well, I didn't even have a job. Fuck that shit, nigga. I was door dashing and shit and Ubering and shit. And um, yeah, you know, divorce, all that shit. You know? Yeah, well, some 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 people in the space like the don't like to call the job. Like they say, I'm hobo oh, tipping and shit like that. You feel me? Oh, so. that's, oh that's a terrible <laughs> thing. That's, that's, that's terrible. Black no broke ass hobo tipping. <laughs> that's terrible. Hobo tipping. I mean, that shit funny as hell, though. I, I, I'm not going to lie. No, but, uh, DoorDash and Uber, I don't know why people talk down on certain jobs. Them people make the world go round because some people ain't getting up late at night to, 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 in the cold that. to go get no damn food. People that do it in New York yeah. making like three, 4000 a week. Like, come on, they making nice hell money. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. I, man, I love the way y'all boosted my ego, man. This feels great. No, it's true. <laughs> you know what? As opposed to you out there doing something that's harmful to your community, yeah. you actually get your ass up and you take your ass to work every day. Ain't nothing wrong with an honest living. And I, I, you know, don't never let somebody shame you for getting out and getting your ass right. up. You make your own hours, like true. Well, that's what I was saying about the um the high value conversation. I was saying that um there's nothing wrong with being you know high value and stuff, but I think uh, the image that uh that we need to bring back, especially as black men, 
it's just the working brother. Even if he has a job at McDonald's, you know, women should like a guy that's in a uniform, that he's going somewhere, he's getting up and going somewhere. Instead of looking at his, uh, you know, his money and his occupation, you know, she can still be his helpmate and yeah, like, yeah, kind of grown for McDonald's. Well, I'm not. Well, uh, there's some managers at McDonald's making bank. Oh uh, yeah, uh, is he you a know. manager? Managers in McDonald's can make, and there's owner but, operators. But, but shoot, even 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 the nigga on the the nigga on the fries can bring you home some fries late at night, and fries do be hitting. But what I'm what I'm saying is what I'm saying is this though, like she can always you know help you out by redoing your resume or yeah. or um you know uh you know while you out making you know a little coin you know uh, giving you ideas for. You realize you what you're naturally good at and help you understand where your yeah. passions really lie and you can make monies um off of things that you're passionate that you're naturally yeah. passionate about there yeah. it is that's yeah, fine to do that yeah, yeah a guy a guy that get up and go to work you know instead of instead of you know because she can make her own henry she can build her own dude you know she a guy that get up the, that goes to work you know he may not have the best job and stuff like that, you know, because I'm saying pride to you. I mean, dudes are minimalist. You know, dude was single or whatever. But what I'm saying is that, you know, um, you know, I forgot what I was about to say, but I'm saying she can, <laughs> she can, she can help you out. You know, she can build her own, uh, her own man instead of uh, downing him about what he doesn't have. You know, uh, she can definitely help him excel. And become better, you know, at, at what he's doing. You know, get him in a whole different uh, league when it comes down to, you know, his finances, and you know, contribute to the, you know, relationship. So, but look know, at the stupidity, yeah. though. A woman is she won't put anything into a man, but she'll put into cars, her her career. She'll put everything into everything else, but she doesn't look at putting something into a man as helping herself. Like, how stupid is that? And understand this. What does that say about the psyche of a woman that says she won't help you? OMG. I'm so glad you said mm. that. I know I'm vicious with it. Go ahead, y'all. Oh, God, that is so oh, he's so vicious. Um, um, I'm gonna get ARC in, and then I have a scenario. Let me finish my statement, oh. Solomon. Oh, oh, well, stop calling. Well, what you really mean is you ain't saying shit. We going to ARC. Go ahead, ARC. We going to no, ARC. Let let let's finish his comment. Uh, who the hell? Check in, me that nigga. Let's and then we gonna have. The um the brother ARC go ahead and chime in. So go ahead, smooth, and then we'll. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say real quick, man. Yo, Kuda, man, you the truth. You feel me? You know what I'm saying you you responsible for a lot of content creators in this space. You know what I'm saying you birthed a lot of niggas in this space. You know what I'm saying you birthed a lot of niggas styles in this space. You birthed a lot of niggas mics in this space. You know what I'm saying so you're doing your thing. You know what I'm saying the realest one have the fewest subscribers, but that's that shit don't even matter, son. You know what I'm saying so just keep doing your thing, fam. For real, for real. Most deaf. I appreciate it. Um, shout out to my fiance. He says it's simpler than that. Cats will hate you for existing. Right. Ask me how right. I know. Right. Oh, awesome. damn. <laughs> damn. He said existing, bro. Mm. Shout out to Zero. He says high value performance. Fema Rome soap on the way, courtesy of Pheromone. Yeah, the tag. I've tried that soap a, a, couple, a couple years ago. And the pheromone stuff is true, but I mean, I, it ain't no different. That's why I wear colognes, a million of them. Or, or some type of oils and musk, you know? <laughs> Thank you guys for the super chat. All of the day. Cologne is bait. Why do you use them bomb colognes? Uh, brother ARC, <laughs> what you got for us on the topic? 
Well, first of all, ladies, did you uh, did y'all check out this imposter that came up on here? Um, no, it was, was, it, was it another one? Because it was two. It was two ARCs. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I want to say this is the the first time since I've been on YouTube I've seen somebody on a live stream trying to. I didn't see that. Impersonate. That nigga stole your shit, ARC. Man, uh, hey, 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 y'all know how I feel about my <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 hey, ARC will act like ass, you steal his shit. Yeah, somebody, but yeah, right before I popped on, somebody popped on here with yeah, my picture that. and everything. But then oh. once they saw me come on, they dropped down. Wow. But they just did the same thing with Jerome, so I, I don't know. Oh, but okay. so the best impression of you, I'd be fucking dying. Like I didn't think he could do it, but he does the best impression of you. Who's that? Curlin? <laughs> <Does he die? laughs> oh shit! I gotta hear this. You gotta hear it. Now there was a brother on Bernard Riley's, who's actually a Patreon subscriber of mine that did an impersonation of me and for the first two thirds of it he actually did have me cracking up he was on point but then the last third he kind of went too far oh he went too far <laughs> before about the first two thirds he he was the best i had heard to date mm. um but you know honestly well it depends i i think all of us got different voices when it comes to what i would call my more smooth voice women have actually imitated me better than men have. Oh shit! I've never heard a man. Now men know how to do what I call my agitated, irritated, frustrated voice. Nigga stole my shit. That that voice. They know how. <laughs> you to You need do to that. clip that, yo. You need to clip that. That needs to be a soundbite for real. Uh, but when it comes, like when I used to do my blog talk radio show, different women would call in and they would say, they said, Alan, I know I can impersonate, and I'd be like, Yeah, right. And then they would do it three-fourths of the time, man. They would have me down when I do the ooh, say it again type stuff. But no, I wanted to just come up here and say a couple things. One, Kuda mm. is one of the young brothers. Well, there's quite a few young brothers, I'll say, that I, I, I got love and respect for. But he's definitely one of them because as per this conversation, I liked how he gave the old heads their shout-out and respect. Right. Mm. And on paper, that seeing what he did, it only lasted probably like 30 seconds. But for a brother like me, I appreciate that gesture. Because mm. like on this very channel, the next to last time I was on this channel, it was a brother in the chat room. I forget what we was all talking about. But I said something. And then somebody in the chat room said, hey, she act like he'd been around for 50 years. That nigga didn't hit the scene into around 2016, 2017. Right. And I just put like about 12 question marks in the chat room. Like, what? Right. And I'm like, nigga. Right. <laughs> so to hear it cool to say, you know, yeah, ARC was there at the beginning, Ron Wheels, Tariq, because yeah, like I said in my super chat, I've been around since 99. Mm -hmm. Tariq came around around 2000. Ron Wheels came around around 2001. We came like year right after each other. And um, speaking of that, one particular point I wanted to co-sign, wanted to highlight that that Kuda said accurately. There was this period where the dating advice sector of the manosphere was the most popular, and of course that included PUAs. And then there, but then there was a turning point that happened 
I'd say around 2008, 2009, that's when this site called PUA Hate blew up. Yeah. Because when, when everybody was jocking PUAs was right around the time Mysteries, uh, Neil Strauss' book came out, The Game. Yeah. Everybody was trying to hook, get advice from PUAs, hook up with PUAs. And even, I'd say, a little bit before that book came out, but definitely once that book came out, you know, it was like P, everything was about PUA advice, PUA advice. But the mistake they made, and Kuda said this, so I'm basically just echoing what he already said. You had too many PUAs selling guys a fantasy, basically saying, if you buy my CDs, you buy my DVDs, you buy my book, you're going to be pulling Victoria's Secret models by next Thursday. Mm -hmm. And these naive young guys believe that shit. And but then when they realized that this shit wasn't working for them, and what they they tried to get their money back, and guys these PUAs either in, in worst case scenario wouldn't offer a refund at all, or they say I give you a fifty to seventy five percent refund. So like if these guys spent like say two thousand dollars on a Thursday through Sunday boot camp, which was real popular in the mid to late two thousands, so let's say you spent two thousand dollars. And you get a 75% refund. That might sound like it's a decent amount, but that PUA is still getting off with $500. Yeah. You getting $1,500 back, but they still get off with $500. Anyway, that turned the tide. And that's when all the, the kind of black pill mindset stuff coming out the woodwork and just guys start hating on both PUAs and women. And it, it 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 turned it in a totally different direction, and and I, I remember that like it happened yesterday, and um, but they ended up closing down. It's like PUA hate because of Elliot Roger. He was he was the extreme of the extreme. He went out actually killing motherfuckers. Well, that's the thing. A lot of a lot of guys, uh, they they weren't gonna do, uh, you know, and they didn't understand half the stuff that dating coaches then or pickup artists then were talking about, you know, um. One of the biggest things, you know, around that time was just to get guys out in social so then they could probably pick up on what they're talking about. But, um, and I know guys definitely weren't going to do what, <laughs> what you were talking about, Alan. I could tell, you know, uh, from even reading your book back in the day, you know, um, you know, exactly what, where you were coming from. You know, that, you know, that's more on the uh, other spectrum of things that, you know, a lot of guys that can get, you know, the best value from your book are guys that are that are very observant. And, you know, a lot of guys, they aren't observant. They they didn't they don't understand what's going on. And then, you know, when you when you're telling them exactly what you're doing, they they're lost, you know. So and then they only see like, oh, he's talking explicit. That's the only thing they take away from it. There you go. Bingo. Instead of instead of, you know, instead of. Uh, and then that's and honestly, that's that's also what they hear before they even read your book, because a lot of people that talk about it, I'd be like, yo, you got to read the dude's book like you can't. You can't say what he's saying is not going to work unless you read his book. Now, is it a specific type of method? Of course. But it, it might not be a favorable method to you, but it is a method nonetheless. And you can't count him out because, you know, you don't understand where he's coming from. And then a lot of those guys don't understand dating as a concept. So they definitely weren't going to understand where you were going, you know, going with it. So I understood that. Even when I got into arguments with the whole game conversation, you know, I, I spent hours defending you saying, yo, what Alan Roger Curry is doing, it is game, but it's not game like what you guys think it is. It's, it's something completely different. He's not trying to waste his time. 
Exactly. So you know what I'm saying? So he's just being straight up direct. If, if somebody feeling him, cool. If they not, they not. Because, uh, like, they don't even realize that they were saying the exact same thing. If you approach her, she likes you, she don't. If she does, uh, then cool. They, they were saying the exact same thing, but they couldn't really articulate what was going on or sway anything into their favor. One thing men learn uh, at a young age, if you're out and active and attractive, what you learn is that you can convince a woman that wasn't otherwise attracted to you to be attracted to you or wasn't looking at you in a certain way to look at you in a certain way, you know? So, you know, a lot of guys wasn't, you know, wasn't really picking up on what, uh, you know, uh, dudes back in the day was talking about. So that's why I'm going I'm to do a show on it later on this week uh, about how to effectively soak up game or soak up information. Do you remember? So, the thing our is first... they lack the confidence. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's a big part of it. Now, now here's all. Oh, see, I was about to have mm. me bring up uh -oh. the coach, mm. but I, I, I'm going to stop myself. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Let bring me read um, Zero's super chat. I see Zero got jokes. He said, ARC's upcoming book, A Light Skin Nigga in the 80s, Volume 1. Don't miss out on extra delivered motivational scripture on that ass. Yeah, you know, I'm going to start calling Zero. Are y'all sisters familiar with this brother? I ain't seen him around lately. Named Tony Maceo. Yeah, I'm familiar with him. Of course. He blocked me, though. Tony Maceo oh. was the first. I, I got on YouTube in April 2017. He was the first brother that came out with all the, the light skin jokes. Mm. Nobody else was, was bringing up my, my complexion until Tony made. Now, in his defense, he would always do it in a lighthearted way. But still, one time I just snapped off on him. And I think it threw him off. We was on somebody's live stream. <laughs> and he's trying to crack a joke. And I like, I wasn't laughing. I was like, nigga, stop. Just stop. Oh. <laughs> now, now, one guy who made me laugh, Mr. Fantastic, I was on Ramil, and he called me Mickey Free with a mustache. <laughs> that shit made me laugh. He said, <laughs> he said I saw his picture when he was in his 20s. That, said, that nigga looked like Mickey Free with a mustache. That's funny. And that shit made me laugh. But uh, speaking of Ramil, do you remember Kuna the first time? That I uh, you you had me on your your show. It was right after my first time ever being on uh, Ramil. Yeah, I don't know if you got a good memory, but that got yeah, no, ugly. I do. Yeah, mm -hmm. that got ugly. There was a stretch where that got not with Ramil himself. Ramil was actually cool. Yeah, but Solo, who we now cool, so I'm sure he don't mind me talking about. But yeah, we made up. But me and Solo had like a major. Tiff on uh Ramil's that caused me to threaten mm -hmm. violence that. and uh and so I was hot and Kuda actually helped calm me down because he he he's in the chat room he said hey man this show about to end why don't you pop over my channel and we'll chop it up and he was just so respectful and cool and low key and you know chilled that my energy that angry energy kind of slowly just dissipated. And um, and that's when I that, that's when I first became fond of you. I was like, okay, that he, that was cool of him to take me out of that tense environment and just have a nice conversation with me. And uh, but yeah, I, I just I just like uh, you know when people, as they've been saying all night, give you your flowers while you still lie, give you your proper credit attribution. I, I'm just 
all the way cool with that. So, man, keep doing what you're doing. And and, and another thing, real quick, then I shut up. I appreciate man, it. You had me mm. on Bernard Riley's. You had me going on the internet looking at all kinds of equipment and stuff mm. when you were breaking down different microphones, <laughs> different yeah. equipment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man, you you know your shit, man. Anybody who's giving you props in that area, I, I echo all the props you get in that area because you 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 knew all the specific models, what the the pros of them were, what the cons of them were. Yeah. And so I was I was taking notes of all the little stuff I was looking up every time you would mention something, I'd go Google it and well, see what it was it. about. Well, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that um, you know, you gotta you gotta voice match. Um, you know, majority of people they don't like hearing their voice. So like um you know if you you get a good microphone you know that'll kind of have you come around to like the sound of your voice but you know a lot of times your microphone can make or break you because sometimes um when you get like uh all, like you know all size fits all thing things like a lot of times um it takes away from you know the resonance of your voice or the sibilance of your voice and stuff like that so it's uh is is better to you know mic match you know certain microphones complement your voice a lot better certain microphones. When you hear yourself in them, you'll have more conviction in, in, in what you what you say and how you speak and stuff like that. And that definitely helps you with your content. You know, and let me say this. Us people in the music business, we understand that because we're constantly hearing different voices, our voices. So we get used to hearing different uh, compressors and DSers and mm -hmm. all the EQs on our voices. So that's another reason why what Kuda is telling y'all, for some of y'all who may not do music, y'all probably just need, well, I need to just get a mic. No, when you get to practicing and hearing yourself more on different type of mics, like he said, then you learn, you'll learn how your voice sounds. Yeah, because you have to you have to train your ears. A lot right. of people don't uh, realize it. Like you know, I thought every everything sounded the same. Like all mics sound the same, but they they yeah. definitely don't. You know, and I, I I show people the difference and stuff. Um, I show people very cheap solutions like how to start a studio for under three hundred bucks. Right. Um. Uh. What mics to get under three hundred bucks or under a hundred dollars? You know. Um. You know. I've I've literally done. You know. Uh. You know. Uh. Good work here when it comes down to you know uh getting people uh you know uh aware about tech and you know taking their you know what they got going to the next level because sometimes that's what's holding people back you know a lot of times um if you sound the same things or the same people you know uh you know they'll expect what you're doing but they won't you know when you take it to the next level then they're like okay and then that brings a new crowd and stuff so a lot of times you know your sound definitely is your trademark and you guys if you if you don't know how you sound then that'll definitely you know it can it can stop or it can it can you know hinder your success in a lot of cases so content and gear you know okay and we got brother cut to the chase up Shout here first time up here what's up cut what up cut yeah what's up man can you what's hear me on? what's going on cut yeah we can hear you fine we can hear you all right thanks thanks man uh no i just i don't really get on panels but i seen that kuda was up here and i just wanted to get on here and just say something because i looked at when he was talking about tech mm. i just soaked it up i didn't try to say he was wrong i was like all right his shit sound good mm. and i'm gonna go with, i'm gonna get what he got so i went and got the sm7b and i got some more equipment i sent him a picture of mm -hmm. and it did wonders for my channel mm -hmm. but because i feel like it need more people like Kuda talking tech because I feel like I learned how to do everything OBS from the white sector YouTube. Mm -hmm. Or if it is a black dude talking about tech, he's over the top, like kind of. It just it, it just need a regular black dude.
talking about tech microphones and that's what i got from kuda and his, his shit sounded good so i did it and i look like if you're gonna be on youtube can't you at least invest in your invest back in yourself to make more money you buy the road crest road stop Oh, that, that's my that's my two year old. I got two years. <laughs> yeah, and like I look at if you're gonna be on YouTube all day, you might well invest in yourself. Uh -oh. You might well buy that Rodecaster Pro for six hundred dollars. Oh. Everybody be live streaming. You get all the sounds. Mm -hmm. You get to make your show better with that one piece of equipment. Mm -hmm. You get to add sound effects to sound more professional. Mm -hmm. What did you say, nigga? Like, like, <laughs> hey, but and you can even get a green screen and change your background. You don't gotta have a backdrop. You get like a green screen for like sixty bucks. You can change your background and you can change your whole show up. Yeah. So that's just two pieces of equipment you can do to just invest in yourself. And shout out to Cut because he definitely uh went out and and bought all of that. You know, he went out bought. You know what I'm saying, and and you know he he always you know asks me for new ideas. He's 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 always on his mission to uh you know upgrade what he got going on. And to tell you the truth, you know um that's a form of minding your business, literally. You know what I'm saying? When you mind your business, literally, you know that'll keep you out of a lot of bullshit. Facts. You know, because you're 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 like okay, I'm not worried about uh you know these girls over here doing this, that, and the third. I'm over here in the in the you know in in uh in a guitar center looking at how to how to you know up my equipment how to you know do this you know picking their brain you know uh which mic do you think uh will will suit you know a a, a small room and won't pick up that much noise and stuff like that you know you're you're learning different things and then you're learning how to really run a studio setup because th this is not even just for you you can always get hired somewhere and they want a youtube channel or something and you're like oh well i know how to do this and they're like okay well look we're gonna pay you to do this, that, and the third, and uh, set up our studio and, and just handle everything on the audio side. And then next minute, you know, you're getting paid to be an audio engineer somewhere in a in a nice studio that, that you picked out all the gear for and stuff, you know? So just because you know how to run a, a basic home setup. Hey, some of the um, self-taught people are the best in their field. Like most people yes. that do them beats, you can go to school for beat making, audio engineering, but some of the best audio engineers, they just started at a young age, never went to school for it. And they learned it you don't so people like what qualifies you to talk about mics and music right, he's right. self-taught and some of the best people are self-taught all them beat makers london on the track south side right they taught themselves how to make beats right and that's what i heard i was like oh well you know you're you're uh you're just you're you know you don't know what you're talking about you're just trying to uh you know you're 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 a fake expert you you know what i'm saying i heard i heard it all damn near you know um, yeah you know but I mean, I, I, I'm self-taught. I mean, I learned a lot of stuff. And then now at the same time, you know, I, I, um, I, I study stuff. I, I go out and I study, I study things, you know, I know about, uh, the equipment, you can, you know, you can ask me right now, I damn near pull the equipment right out, right out right now and show it to you and show you how to work it and, you know, where to, where it goes in your sound chain and everything, you know, it's not like I'm just bragging or, or talking about something I don't know. I actually, you know, spend my money and buy the things that I'm telling y'all and, um, got multiple numerous setups you know uh, i'm the man uh, and people only like you know reduce me to microphones you know when i'm yeah. when i was talking about way more Tech things period. than microphones so yeah, yeah. we studio dudes man we yeah studio dudes no this, is, this is good information i'm definitely gonna be um 
checking out the streams that you refer to period the one for yeah. Uh, you know, basically getting your setup for under $300. Like for anyone out there listening, make sure, first of all, for all of y'all, make sure you subscribe to CUDA, but definitely go and check out those streams because I'm, I'm certain that it's going to be some good information. Once I start feeling convicted, I already started pulling up lists of like the best microphone to get because I already have a space. It's just, you know, dedicating, mm. um, you know, time to getting the equipment to set it up. Yeah, and get your, and get your uh, upload speeds up, goddammit. Get, get your upload. Go to call your local internet service and get you if you ain't got at least a 200, get you some fiber optics or something. Find out what they got in your area and get your upload speed up. And something else I wanted to say too. One of the one of the ways I've learned, best way I've learned, I mean, I always get pointers. I go on YouTube, I call people, but the best way I've learned how to run my equipment is hands-on because most of the time people are haters or they too busy to help you. So you're going to find out and figure out most on your own anyway. So rather than, you know, rather than always trying to call people because people, when they, when people know you need them, they real funny about that. So mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, I had to just do it on my own. I'm talking about even paying people. They would be such haters. They don't want to see shine. They don't even want to help you or half-ass help you when you paying them. So I figured I'd just save the goddamn money and teach myself. And that's what I do for most parts. Mm. Yeah, like um, concrete, um, like the type of mic that that uh compliment your voice is like um mm -hmm. like like a Rode Pod mic, or um wait what is it called? Bit, it's called a Rode Pod mic. They're oh, they're a hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. R R O D E P O D M I C. Um, when I'm you see them on yeah, when you see them on sale, get it because it will sell out uh really fast. Um, that's a, that's a, a hundred dollar mic. Um, it, it, it has a similar sound pattern to the SM7B, but it has a, uh, it has a roll off at the end. So it's not like a mic for singing or anything like that, but it's definitely for speech and it's a dynamic mic. It'll, um, block out noise in the room, but make sure you get a, a, a quality boom arm for it or a quality stand for it. Cause that microphone is like a little bit over two pounds. It, it looks okay. like it's light, but it's heavy. Okay, I see it now. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. what about me? Oh. <laughs> now you can get a bright microphone also. Um, I would say get the pod mic also. There, there, you know, that's just a really good microphone, especially for the price, hundred dollars. You can't beat it, and um, it competes with four hundred, five hundred dollar microphones. Um, I would say also um, uh, the pod mic or the um RE three twenty, which is a, a three hundred dollar mic. And um, it's it uh actually it's the same microphone Angry Man uses. Um, it's pretty bright, and it's a um dynamic mic, so uh it'll block out a lot of sound and stuff uh in the room, and then you have to speak into the top of it right in front of it. Um, okay. yeah, and um like uh for like uh like a like something to run it like an interface. Um, what I've been promoting lately is like the Zoom. If you get like the Zoom H6. You can you can use it as a it's a, it's basically a pocket recorder, and um, but you can hook it up to your computer and use it as a uh as a uh, you know as a as an interface also. So anything that you hear during that uh during uh, on the Zoom, it'll uh it'll come up in your audio. You can basically run your audio from your Zoom, especially on Streamyard. So that way also you can hook music into the uh the recorder and uh, run music off your phone. And then introduce the show the same way you would uh, run it on your uh, Zoom, 
And because uh, the Zoom is basically your whole podcast. I'll be trying to tell people, I'll be getting them hip to, you know, the uh, best interfaces to use. And that Zoom definitely is uh, one of them. Okay. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, I like, that's I under like 500. Zoom. Yeah, that's under 500. The H6 is about like two something, three something. Uh, the pod mic will be like 100. Um, a nice good boom arm will be anywhere from like 50 to uh, to uh, 50 to 100. Um and uh the cord is like ten ten twelve dollars for the cord. Hey and cool. um there you go. What's yeah. you, how good the how good I mean you you put me up on these too. I've never used them. How good are those road um lapel mics? How good are they in sound? Um if you do if you do get it, um the, the, my favorite ones are the road wireless go. Right. Like um uh that's the best one to get. Actually, um I've hooked it into the uh, Rodecaster and um, I hands free just spoke on it. Like you can walk a damn near a football field, more than a football field, and they'll still pick you up. It's a, uh, it's a um. How was the quality? Like Wi Fi. Yeah, it goes How on Wi Fi. Yeah, quality pretty good. Like well, the quality, the quality is superb. You can't get better quality. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's good because you can use it as a, it'll slip into a hot shoe. You can uh, you can definitely run the um run the audio from from the uh from that into your cameras mm-hmm. and stuff and it'll pick you up on screen off screen so cool. you can use it for voiceover narration and stuff like that they got mods for it too where you can put it on a stand and um and uh use it as a, a regular microphone when you're interviewing people and stuff and how it much, cancels how much, out a lot of noise how much are they um they're they got white and black ones they're about like 200 220 something like that One, a piece right yeah Okay. And let me yeah. ask another quick question. Like my favorite mic I use for the studio, I want to ask your opinion because I know you're big on roll. I'm I'm man, I think the the NT1A is underrated. I'm talking about the most cheapest affordable mic that is just I, like I love the sound of that mic. What you think about that? Which one? The NT uh the NT uh 1A. Um yeah, I got I got an NT1A. That was uh that was like at one point that was the most expensive mic I've owned. Um really? that's a yeah, that's a really good mic. It's um it's 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 more quiet, but it is a condenser mic. Um it picks up everything in the room, it's really good on audio, it's a lot bright, it'll pick up a lot of um your S's, you know. Um it'll it, it's really good for voiceover. I've used that mic a lot of times uh doing like voice narration and stuff. That that's a really good mic, but you do have to have a fairly um treated room. Or you have to um you basically have a really good noise gate because that mic will pick up everything. Facts, it does, it does on, on my on my um roadcaster and when I'm recording. It yeah, everything. yeah, that was yeah, that's that was that's my that's one of my go to mics. I haven't used it in a while. I'm really thinking about uh taking it back out and using it. I was cleaning it the other day. I love that mic. I love yeah. that mic. Yeah, I'm, the I'm about one of the most affordable mics. I mean, like that yeah. sound is so dope. I love it. Yeah, people like the NT2 and the NT, uh, the regular NT, but I like the NT1A. Is really yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So, yeah. I mean, what, what would you say the difference is between the other NT, NTAs? Um, it's not as bright. Um, yeah. it's not as bright. Um, a lot of them are more smooth. They got more, uh, what's called mid, more mid, uh, mid end. Uh, brightness can seem like it's top heavy. So, the reason why, um, I was saying like uh, Sister George or, you know, Concrete, they can use a, 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 the uh, RE320 is because that's more of a bright mic and it'll, it'll pick up their voice a lot better. Also, yeah. they can get uh, what uh, Bernard Riley has um, was another mic I uh, uh, reviewed called the Aston Stealth. It does have a, a V2 feature 
uh, for, uh, you know, uh, ladies for their voice and stuff. Mm. So B1 is for men, V2 is for ladies, uh, G is for guitar, and D is for, like, dark or um, or uh, ribbon, like ribbon mic, like a vintage sound. Mm. But um, the reason why they'll work better with a brighter mic is because they have more of a brighter voice, and that mic will capture their voice. And if it's too bright, you can do a trick where you basically turn your uh, knob down the key and it'll be on level. So if it's on, if you have your uh, your uh, key set to unity gain and it's too bright, you just turn it down a notch and your level is perfect mm. with that microphone. And it's a dynamic mic, so it'll be perfect, you know? Okay. Yeah. But the NT1A is really good. Mm -hmm, no problem. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm actually pulling mics up now as we speak because I got to yeah. get my setup. The only thing is I like to be mobile. So even in the space that I'll set my studio, I, I mm. can't like sit still. Like if I'm in mm. the house, I know there's stuff that has to be done. Um, mm. But at that's least why you knowing should, that. That's why you should get the Rode lapel mic. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that would be good. Yeah, yeah, that's 220. The, the it goes right on your clothes. Little bitty, yeah. little bitty oh, mic yeah, right that's on something clothes. I would prefer. Rose yeah, you can leave hell? the room. Yeah, as long as you have like, if you got like Bluetooth headphones or something, you can leave the room. Or um, uh, cause cause the receiver, you you can always have the receiver hooked into the phone, and walk mm -hmm. away from it. I, I did I did a couple shows with mine. So they work with the AirPods. Um, they don't work with the AirPods. I mean, you can I think you can plug headphones into them, but I think that's the receiver. But if you if you have like wireless AirPods on your phone and you can hear what's going on, you yeah, can definitely leave the room. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there's another mic you can get. Uh, shout outs to Curlin. He did mention the MV7. That's another good one for uh, 250. Um, there's another right now. Uh, there's another. Let me see. There's another Shore mic that I um that's like 150 that I um that I recommend you guys get, and it's good for speech, and you can do a whole bunch with it. Um, I think it's. Called Called the and I'm looking it up right now. MV, is it 51? Yes, the MV 51. Um, you can get the second gen. Uh, of the MV 51. It looks like an old school microphone, but it sits right there on your desk. Um, and you can hook it into your phone. That's actually a, a selling point for it. Uh, to hook it into your phone. M uh, the as in Mary V 51. Uh huh. MV 51. It's a little, uh, it's a little silver mic. It looks like an old school microphone, and you, it, they literally, you can do voiceover. You can do a whole bunch to it, and it, it, you can hook it into your, uh, your cell phone. Thank you, you Kuda. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I got that one pulled up too. So, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, between that, stuff. the MV seven, um. The MV7 is good too. That's a plug and play mic, yeah. um, where you don't have need an interface, but it does have a um, uh, I recommend that one too. It does have a um, I'm on it that does, one now. It does have an XLR port. Yeah, should in case you uh you do switch over to XLR, but a lot of these microphones they come with um, they come with uh, software. So when the software updates, it's like you're getting a whole new microphone. Facts. You know, so you know it it really. It really helps okay. you guys out sometimes too, yeah. But XLR um, is always the way to go. I'm gonna try to order mine this week, so hopefully by our next show, yeah, I will have clear sound. 
I don't good. have to have comments saying I sound like I'm in a bathroom and a toilet you and all. You, <laughs> you shit on your mic. We shit on your mic. We like, oh my god, we got Kuda. Kuda, get Kuda in here right now. Y'all, y'all, y'all wrong. No, but I'm. I mean, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with using, you know, like a phone and stuff like that. But after a while, it's like, you know, it's noticeable, you know, um, you know, your phone can only do but so much or, you know, uh, block out, you know, uh, your phone can only do but so much and, and, and block out certain things, you know, nice. in your background and stuff. So, you know, my phone is terrible. My shit is loud. I'd be like, oh, let me let me switch. Yeah, <laughs> That's loud. real talk. But yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Kuda, for the personal advice and expert no opinion problem. on what mics will work best for us, as well as for the interview. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up and do some final okay. commentary. First off, from David Johnson. Show you that. Uh, salute to everybody. Um, I'm trying to think if I want to do I Am the Manosphere here, or do I want to do I Am the Manosphere on Bernard Riley's? Because we're going to do I Am the Manosphere. I'm a, I, I need some shit because I'm about to drop my shit, uh, y'all, in a minute. I'll be ready. So just keep looking. I ain't dropping my shit till I'm ready. But I'm going to need you need to let us interview you. Yeah, y'all. I, I, I agree. It, it'll be the shit. It'll be, I, yeah. I'm going to make it so stupid. Y'all know I'm ignorant. Yeah. yeah listen, uh, listen, listen y'all have learned me. You listen, y'all have learned me. Let me do what I do, and you're gonna get some gems. I have to teach people that sometimes when you go to people interview, they try to control the interview. And I'm like, well, this is your guy. It's 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 a, it, you, you might as well interview yourself. Let me do me. I know how to reel it in. There's a method to all my madness, make no mistake. But I know how to reel it in. But if you let me do me, let me run it, it's gonna be the shit. Y'all gonna see this is what I'm gonna be doing on my channel. So, in a nutshell. Salute to DJ Kuda. I'm on the MV7 right now. I'm sounding yeah. wonderful. Y'all heard the y'all heard me hit a nice excerpt from my um Rodecaster Pro. I have <laughs> I'm so in love with my MV7. I haven't even gave my my SM7B any play. I haven't used it one time yet because I'm in wait love. Until you, wait until you hook it up though. It's like night no, listen, and day. I, listen, I did. Listen, no, listen. Yeah. I told you when I did it. For me, the, the 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 SM7B just gives me more mid. To me, that's just what it sounds like. It gives you more mid. Yeah. This gives yeah. me a little bit more bottom, and I like that. It gives you a good. The MV7 gives you a good balance of bottom with that, and with that software, you're able to shave some of that bottom off, so you still get bottom with mid. Mm -hmm. So in a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm listen. I'm gonna do some whole nother shit. Remember, I said it. Mm. I, I keep saying this, so y'all can go, nigga, you bullshit, so I can get on it. So with that being said, though, salute, Kuda, bro. I appreciate you getting us on this tech. You man, bro, stay on it. I'm always let everybody know you did that. And at the end of the day, bro, you know how the manosphere is. Like, listen, I've been here a minute. They still give me hassles like I'm new. So you know what I've learned? It's like any brotherhood. They're going to always pick on you, sock on you. What you do is you take your punches, you give a few punches, and you keep moving. They'll get over it. See, like at the end of the day, this is how it is for men. A man will test you all the time. Just to make sure you're a man. And at the end of the day, you got dudes like me around to keep shit smooth. I am the motherfucking man. I'm sorry. I am the manosphere's muscle. So that's my job. So on that note, bro, salute everybody. If you want to know anything about your tech work, anything you want to know about how to get your sound right, please get at Kuda. Go subscribe to him, cash app him, and cash app my sisters, Sister George and Concrete Rose. They put, they, listen, they took a lot of bumps and bruises to be here too. This is why I respect yeah. them because they earned it. We didn't give it to them. And just like Jessica Thank as you, well, David. 
earned it. So y'all earned mm -hmm. y'all positions. Kendra, shout out to Kendra. Everybody, the women who are here have earned their positions. No, brothers, we're not bowing down. Yes, they are under us. Yes, we will coach them. But nonetheless, <laughs> give them a little bit of breaks. So thank you, sisters, for having me. Hey, let's do that interview. I'm serious as hell. It's going to be yes, cool. Let me know when y'all ready. You guys Should are you guys are male identified. That's what we hear. They are y'all are male identified. Like damn. Yeah, male identified with a man in the in that part. No, but my thing with the whole my thing with the whole sisterhood was like you know um you know why didn't they pick up you know the woman from uh. Average, uh, average at best. Why didn't they pick her up and take her out to eat? You know, or damn, even mm. give her a makeover or something, or say, hey, you know, well, you know, well, you, know well, you have a son. Uh -uh. You know, how's that's he doing in school? Point. They didn't care about that woman. Well, I, I, I technically won't say that that didn't happen because some people did reach out to her behind the scenes. Yeah, she late, did go late. a lot. Yeah. yeah, no, but what I'm saying is, no, it was some people who other people who reached out to her behind the scenes and she's gone through a lot in the uh, media. She's in therapy and stuff right now. So I'm pretty sure she's yeah, trying she gonna, to get she away. She's going to milk that. She uh, build, build the case. She, yeah. She's going to milk that case. That's what it is. Yeah. Now I, I, I can um definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, her, 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 way, her wave is over. Like the social, social media, they're not, they're not getting at her no more. Now they're onto this new girl. That uh, she raw seven uh put out there try to say she was Jessica, and um this woman actually is a mental health advocate quote unquote you know y'all be giving y'all some crazy y'all be making up some names boy I just swear <laughs> to God I can't keep up with it and um, um yeah you I know found one um, chick that calls herself now a hydration coach what is that yeah it's, like it's, like a hydration coach <laughs> yeah just yes. making shit up but, yeah. yeah um Kuda I, I I did have one more question but mm -hmm. well, first shout out to naima buckner she sent that dog cash app hours ago shout out to you thank you so so much thank you mm -hmm. um, shout out to the wealthy firefighter he says mm -hmm. this was actually a good episode no bff and some actual good info to help content creators in this space hey, shout, shout out, out to, to the brother Thank First you, of all, wealthy firefighter, all of our episodes are good. I don't know where you where you've been. Hopefully, <laughs> us. Um, <laughs> my question is, and this was actually sent in from a um subscriber. Yeah, they said, um, does Kuda have any regrets in the shift of the third shift, considering all of the changes? Um uh not really um i mean even with the changes like um like the old crew i'm still i'm still cool with them you know what i'm saying it's just you know people had differences um people went their own way you know um but i'm still cool with everybody you know we, we weren't we're not beefing or nothing like that um now stream team that's a whole different thing um that that shit i don't know even to well, this day, that yeah, shit, yeah. I, 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 that's what I wanted to get. You know what? And I said third shift, but mm -hmm. it was stream team. Mm -hmm. I think people really miss the chemistry of stream team because stream team was lit. Um, like stream team probably could have went major. You know, like everybody was was with it. I I thought it was dope. Um, yeah. I thought you were bringing some new people into the space. 
it was fresh. The ideas were fun. Um, stream yeah. team was lit. You don't yeah. see any repairing of it. I mean, I'm cool. I mean, I, I wrote for stream team. I, you know, um, even with the whole thing, like I even uh, when uh, Kevin was um on um uh O'Shea's show, I was the, I was really the only one that went over there that really uh spoke to both of them when you know they were kind of down in you know the space and stuff. I wanted stream team to be uh I I, I want to uh. I want a stream team to be on something different because we're like the new brothers and stuff. And I kind of didn't want us to have like, you know, the same, uh, the same get up as, uh, as, as, you know, as 2.0 and stuff. I wanted us to be on some, you know, damn everybody. Like the whole thing about the phones is that anybody can pick up a phone and say their manosphere right. and get in the right. stream team. I kind of wanted us to kind of, you know, be on some flash shit. all of them have a studio, all of them, are you know verified all of them got great content and everything and and um just you know together but when i started talking about microphones and stuff and um i started uh you know because um you know with the yeti and stuff when i started um oh god talking about when i started talking about the yeti um people that owned a yeti you know they kind of you know jumped out there and and uh you know got mad and and you know said you know kind of you know took it to a whole nother level you know and um that's how that's how you know the real breakup started to happen you know um people in the manosphere they travel around in groups and if you if you go at somebody that they're subscribed to or that they like you know then they they will uh you know they will leave you just off of i guess what they call loyalty you know what i'm saying yeah so, so when i when i when i um when i threw a rock at the at the yeti crowd you know uh you know a couple people hollered you know, if you get my drift, and that's how the shit, that's how the shit uh, really, really uh, fell down. And then when I started talking about game, which I've always talked about game, that's when dudes fell out. You know, they expect me not to talk about game on a channel that's called Player Talk Radio. You know what I'm saying? So I think was, you should call it Pigtail. Right, right, right. <laughs> Nigtail or something. No, Pigtail so, players going their own way. Yeah. So. You know, I just I, I wanted us to upgrade, be on some be on some cool shit, and you know that's how the shit fell apart. You know, that's, that's really how it fell apart. Yeah, but yeah. um, hopefully everything can be resolved because, um, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, people don't have to upgrade anyway. Format, you know? it's a dope yeah. format. Um, a lot of good stuff was going on over there. So, um, yeah. a shout yeah. out to you because I I really do realize the impact that you've had in this space. Yeah. Um, like I, I said, Erlen did actually go out and follow um to get some of the stuff that he could get. Yeah. And um it's been beneficial. So um shout out yeah. to you for that. I've enjoyed a lot of your streams. You know, I'll always pop up late yeah. night, early morning. Well, sometimes early morning, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I told you it'll either be I'll be up late or up early just to catch third stream, third shift, excuse me. Yeah. But um, shout yeah. out to you, Okuda. Um, this was a really good interview. Yeah. You're real classy. Yeah, I appreciate it. I definitely I agree. Do. Lots of good information. A lot of learned a lot about DJ Kuda. Um, yeah, and I'm really appreciative of the um information on, on equipment that we could get. So appreciate you. Right. Any uh -huh. I mean, anytime y'all need something, just hit me up. You know, if I if I can do something, I, I got y'all. Okay, thank you. Do you have any final comments? Um, no. Uh, congratulations to you guys. Um, definitely. Um, I remember. Uh, 
uh, before a thousand subs and stuff. You know, I remember when you guys <laughs> were going through your own storm and stuff. And um, I'm glad that you guys are, you know, still around bringing a medium uh, to the space, you know, whether people, you know, either like it or not, or one week they like it, one week they don't. But you know, oh, you guys, right? Yeah, you guys. You know, they have a love hate relationship with us, but I'm used to it. They gonna yeah. love me anyway. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. I always kind of hold women in the manosphere a little bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, a little bit uh, closer than other women because uh, you guys be listening to some crazy ass streams. We I, the manosphere is not no easy place for like women. To, Baby, to be in, you say know that what I'm again. Saying? So. So so I, I commend certain women that do sit around and listen to the streams and actually see where the brother's coming from because some of y'all, y'all see that, okay, you know, these dudes are not like, you know, like evil niggas like, you know, people claim that we are on the outside or these dudes aren't, you know, bad, you know, these bad dudes that, right. uh, you know, you know, that uh, people say they are and uh dudes that you know there's 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 10 times way worse dudes and way worse groups of of men out here or or women out here that definitely you know um basically y'all y'all around the group of brothers that's that's you know moving the envelope forward and and um i agree with that you know, yeah yeah like we're not as evil as people try to portray us or that fox news or some other news kind of misunderstood yeah 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 but um, like I said, this was dope. We really appreciate Absolutely. you for coming Um, you know, let us know what you got going on, what you got coming up. Are you streaming tonight? Um, no, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna do a third shift tonight. I'm gonna uh basically I'm gonna um or maybe if I got time, I don't know. I'm gonna um be streaming a uh, Hitman three. Um, I got some new stuff uh dropping on my anchor. Um, so uh. I'm, you know, doing the whole anchor thing. And uh, what's going on, Gabe? Uh, I got stuff dropping on anchor, and um, I got some new streams coming this uh, this weekend. You know, uh, third shift will be back this weekend, damn near, or maybe later on tonight. I don't know, depending on how I feel. But I'm um, just doing a, uh, I'm gonna do a, a game stream tonight and uh, see where it goes. Cool, excellent, yeah. excellent, yeah. excellent. Make sure you guys get on anchor too. Also, um, I think we upload to anchor. Yeah. yeah, don't we? Yeah, because yeah, they they get y'all yeah. stuff on uh Apple, uh Spotify, uh Google yeah, Play Store and stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So and what you literally can do, y'all can take the audio from this and just upload it. We do. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 We, we everywhere, honey. We Animal Planet. Yeah. Oprah. Trying yeah. to be. <laughs> 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 well, again, again, special thanks to you, DJ Kuda. We certainly appreciate you. I think what I got out of this interview is that you are a pretty complex creature. You're a man of many talents, um, you know, extremely, extremely knowledgeable about tech. I knew that you like I hear you going in on people about their their mics. So I knew like you the microphone thing was, you know, something that you seem a bit of a microphone snob. And, yeah, you know, I, I've heard you. <laughs> quite often going in on people regarding their mics but um definitely well, yeah, lots of layers they, to you yeah that's only when they say shit to me you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying that's only when they uh when they i think it was over teapots you was going in on fantastic regarding <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute you got jerome blocked <laughs> i think the the mods probably did i i got you jerome um <laughs> no um I didn't I didn't I didn't go in on fantastic until he came at me that's why i said i i threw uh, a rock and I, I threw a rock and then, you know, he just was the one that hollered at the time. You know what I'm saying? Okay, um, okay, I got you, I got yeah, you. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people that um 
that and I mean it's just it's just if you know you know if you don't you don't you know um he believes that you know you don't have to upgrade your equipment to be a, a successful tuber or a successful content creator um I believe that you know to a degree you do have to up your equipment um there's a lot of people and um that own yetis you know uh blue yetis one of the most hated yet loved mike at the same time you know if you if you uh if you understand you know uh microphones it's, but it's just that everybody uses it and then they use it they they use it in an incorrect way and then you know and then the sound and everything you know it, it picks up everything in the room most people that have microphones they kind of don't know what they're doing so you know, mm. uh, the misuse of it made it a bad microphone. Like, you know, and then it's not considered uh, quality, standard quality grade. Uh, anything that sounds, everything sounds better when you come off a cell phone. Basically, that's what I'll say. So a lot of times that's people's okay. first like the Blue Yeti. So they believe they sound good when they kind of don't because they don't know what to listen out for. They don't understand, you know, they don't hear the reverb in their background. They don't hear certain things going on in their background and like the yeti doesn't have anything where you can gauge any of that stuff so you got to go off of what you hear so what you hear com uh, compared to what other people hear is not always going to be the same thing when it comes to sound so but i wasn't taking when i when i was saying anything about the yeti i wasn't taking direct shots at him per se but he chose to you know get upset about it and you know and that's basically where where everything broke apart Cody, okay. Okay. Was a big mm. dude with a little mic. You said what? <laughs> oh, you talking about obsidian? No. We're, uh, we're, uh, we're, uh, what you call it? No, huh? you said that Fantastic was a big dude with a little mic. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what you call it? I think um I forgot her name. Y'all, uh, the chat be knowing who I'm talking about when she uh when she said that thing to Obsidian. But I did I did say he was a big dude with a little mic. Yeah. Omg. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> no, cause the Yeti. The if you have y'all seen the Yeti? What a Yeti looks like? It looks like a. It, never mind. Never mind. I ain't even gonna go there. Yeah, Olivia. Y'all know, yeah, Olivia the Oracle, where she uh when it that was that was one of the most funny uh, shows. Yeah. Ever. Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. but um yeah, I mean the Yeti is it's cool, but just a lot of people just don't know how to use it. You know what I'm saying? And um you gotta do a lot of stuff with that that mic to get like a really good sound out of it. Like uh like like for voiceovers and narrations, they they absolutely say do not use that mic. That mic is uh permit not permitted to use. They say get a real mic. Like there's way more people that say more more fucked up shit about that mic than I do. So you know, yeah. No, I feel you. I I I, I wasn't I guess necessarily trying to take it there, but um, thank you yeah. for the clarity on that regarding kind of what what happened and how that all went down. But yeah. no, then, um, yeah. go ahead. Mm -hmm. What were you saying? No, I said then I said and then that's when people start choosing sides and stuff too. Uh, so, I see. Yeah. I, I hate the petty beefs because to me, to be completely honest, I honestly see so much brilliance in this space. Like, yeah. I, I think that, like, yeah. you pointed out something when you said, like, they're not taking advantage of, like, the the, the um, brilliance in this space. I mean, some yeah. of the most beautiful minds I've yeah. ever seen. I think that people, like, when you come, if you come in and all you look at is, like, the surface level stuff. It can be a bit off-putting because all you're seeing is ah bitches ain't shit da 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 right yeah. yeah but when you really start to dive deeper into the space and the knowledge 
And the why I've learned so much from this space is ridiculous. I be sounding all smart in front of my friends. I be like, uh-uh, girl, you need to. Mm. You know what? And that's the thing. That's the one thing I can say that was an upside to Clubhouse, at least the rooms that I'm in. I actually see people networking. Yeah, network. I know someone personally who in who basically was given a book of business from there. I know someone who was able to speak with like this master marketer and he was giving her some personal tip. Like I actually see people doing more of yeah. the networking in the spaces that I'm in the clubhouse where I don't see that happening as much on the front end here. And it's like, we should be taking advantage of that. There's somebody who can do just about anything you can think of in this space. Right. Doctors, lawyers, Killers. I'm trying to tell oh. you, like engineers, people who are into graphics, like, you know, all kind, like people into tech, people and into- you wouldn't even give it that much credit. Like, like I said, off surface, you wouldn't think that, because <laughs> you think like they spew out such crazy, crazy things sometimes. But when, like I said, when you really, really start to dive deep off into it, I'd be like, damn. It's some interesting stuff. Like I, you, you wouldn't think that people would have the type of knowledge that they have. So, well, that's that's what I was saying. I was trying yeah. to. That's why I was. I wanted people to, uh, you know, kind of upgrade because it's like, bro, you know, um, it was. It, I like. I liked a lot of people's content, and if they had took it to the next level, man, this, the manosphere. If they had took my advice when I really was pushing it, we would be on something totally different right now. We would be on a way bigger platform. We wouldn't have to. We wouldn't have to, you know, try to ride other people's success. You know what I'm saying? We would have been, we, the, the whole space would have moved as a, as a whole. That's you know? the thing. Everybody can eat. Like it's enough for yeah. everybody yeah. to eat. And we have to realize that, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then it would get some of the women too, to upgrade their stuff too. So people mm -hmm. just coming in the door, it, you know, when you, when you really, when you really take pride in, in, in what you're going to do or what you have done, um, you'll see that, you know, somebody just picking up their phone and saying, I'm a part of the, and say, I'm a part of the manosphere. That's how you really know that you don't have no real gatekeepers here. You know, you true, don't have no type true. of standard to set you apart from, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, everybody else. What's going on, Marco? You know, what's going on, Bat? Um, you know, you don't have any, what's going on, LaShawn? Omega, what's going on? Um, Ed, you know, Zone, you know, you don't really have you don't really have nothing that sets you apart. Anybody can pick up a phone and yell into it and they're a content creator. And it's like, no, it's, it's more than that. I, you know, I don't, I don't want people to say y'all aren't content creators. Y'all are here, you know, weekly putting out episodes. Right. Twice a week. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah y'all create content. So do you think some, some, some random bastard on, on a uh, uh, clubhouse gets to pick up their phone and say, Hey, I, I'm, I do what the breakdown does and we do it better. But they dusty chat rooms and shit. Yeah. And, and mods point. that can't do nothing. They don't even have a real chat room. <laughs> good point. There's no they real got the chat little green bean. I mean, I don't know what the mods like can do aside yeah, from what's going on, Dane? Oh, I'm going to join Clubhouse probably this weekend. So I'll, you want me to send you an invite? They gave me some a uh, whole bunch of invites. I'll um I'll email you an invite. Please do. You got an iPhone? Um, I have an iPad. Oh yeah, then yeah, you'll and y'all will see what I'm talking about, and it's cool. But you know what? Half the people on there that's networking, they're on there a little bit too much, with which let me know they don't they don't have that they have a lot of time on their hands because a lot of yeah. I'm gonna tell y'all I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. There's gonna be a group of new millionaires mm -hmm. coming out of this. What's going on? New? I think it's so gonna too. Be, 
there's going to be a group of new millionaires coming out of this pandemic. And you guys want to uh, at least be a hundred thousand or something. You guys want to yeah. be in that number. So what I'm saying is that the old millionaires, like the movie stars and all that other stuff, uh, it's getting flipped. You know, those those rappers so. and stuff, they can't tour right now. Yeah, that's a good point. I think so, too. Yeah. You bring about a good point. Like the, the people that I follow that are networking and marketing, they usually have like a scheduled room. So it may be Thursday for one hour, Thursday evening. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not on there all day. But I've actually witnessed some people like amass some success out of that space. And it's it's pretty inspiring to me. And it's dope. And I wish we did more of that in this space, at least just utilizing the resources that are right at our fingertips. Yeah. And and uh, good people, because you can get a lot of uh, what's going on, Mike. You can get a lot of um, you can get a lot of uh, you know, uh, good information from Clubhouse. So um, I got a couple of uploads about Clubhouse coming out. I recorded them like last week. Um, it, Clubhouse is basically a pyramid scheme. You know what I'm saying? A pyramid scheme. Uh, you can get you can get a lot of money, but it's one of those get in and get out. So by the time Clubhouse goes mm. global. By the time Clubhouse goes global, all of those celebrities are going to leave. A lot of people aren't going to kick it anymore. There might be some people that good stuff that comes out of it, but it's, it's basically get in and get out. Get in, get the information, get out. Get in, get the connections, get out and stuff because the nigga shit. What's going on, NBA fan? The nigga shit about to happen. The nigga shit is already happening. There's people beefing and fighting and meeting up in real life off of Clubhouse. Because yeah, I see the, people putting people names and titles and stuff. Yeah, they like, dox, they doxing people. Yeah, they doxing people already. And then you know, you know how um my channel is basically player talk radio. I heard people on there yell PTR, PTR. I'm like, hold on, what the, did I go viral? And I'm like, nah, PTR is pulled to refresh. Yeah, so you can so, see the photos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, all right. So you know, um. But I mean, it's it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting website. I'm not saying it's all bad, but in comparison to what we're doing here, you know, don't 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 trade in here for there. You know what I'm saying? I not not you. not just you. as much. Yeah, you can put content over there, basically to leverage people over here. Yep, that's yeah. that's the move. You you yeah. drive you drive people over here. You know, use yeah. the, the platform Negro? there mm -hmm. to drive people over here. Mm -hmm. It's my thinking. What's going on, Wagner? But if you if you talk to all the black people over there, well, I'm an entrepreneur and I own several houses in Delaware, and um, I have a bridge in Connecticut that I would like to sell, and some other stuff. It's like, damn, everybody's an entrepreneur on there. Everybody owns their business on there, and it's like I'm trying to tell you, everybody. True. I've never come across so many entrepreneurs. I'm like, dang, do anybody know, work so, for the? Do anybody right, go to work? Right, you know, go right. Somebody lying, you know. I even go there when they ask me to introduce myself. I'm like, well, um, I'm such and such. I have bad credit and uh, start saying all the bad shit. <laughs> so, you know, just to just to get people to laugh and shit. But, you know, um, just, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, zero multiple streams of income. Basically take it and, uh, you know, funnel them, funnel them back over here. If they can stand the conversation, though, because I know the sisterhood, they want to. I don't understand why they say, oh, I can't listen to, to y'all, but they can sit up there and listen to a woman tell women how to play guys out of their out of their uh out of their money, which is uh, amazing. That's the thing. I'm gonna tell you, I've tried to do a couple rooms. I've done two rooms where I was talking about 
topics that would be considered male centered and they don't really get a lot of play over there because mm. it is kind of more of like the matriarchal mindset over there. I've been mm. in rooms where men, like I went in a room yesterday and a guy was talking about how Black Lives Matter is not like advocating for black men and mm. the women were ripping him to shreds. I was trying yeah. to get on the stage so bad because I wanted to like, you know, help defend some of his points, but yeah. they were going in. <laughs> That's that's what happens. And I'll be over there listening to that stuff. And it's like, y'all don't even know the half of it. If y'all ever step foot in this sector, it's like if if, if y'all only knew, you know, if all if y'all only knew it's like the people that's over there. It's like it's like if y'all only knew uh, what we know here and what we talk about here, you know, y'all y'all would flip, you know. So it's good to have, you know, uh, sisters like yourselves, you know, that that have this information. And that no, especially from a guy's uh, point of view, also, you know that um that that can go around and and be like, damn, you know, I I see what brothers go through that's unaware of <laughs> of dudes over here and can try to help them out, but you know, and you damn near probably know more than him, you know, hanging out in these spaces. That's true. Is, I be directing people like you need to check out the manosphere on YouTube, the black manosphere on YouTube. Yeah, you know. Yeah, when right. you realize in real life, you can't talk to people about this shit. You know, they either got to want to watch it or they not. They look yeah. at you like you got horns coming out your head. Like, what? Yeah. You're talking yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I, I try to give them people to start with, you know, who they might like. But after a while, it's like, okay, I, I, this is one of those spaces. If you if you, if you you find it, you find it. If you don't, you don't. You stay, you stay. If you do, you um, People, I think a lot of people are evolving, though. And I think the space... Um, I think the space will become a bit more pop. Well, I think it'll become a lot more popular, right. um, especially with the women's um, um, influx um, coming yeah. through. So I, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they say. Hard times are going to bring people to this space. Yes. And, you know, mm, and, and, yeah. and times are about to get a lot harder. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. What do you guys um, think yeah. about Biden getting in? I know we, we closing down, but what do you guys think about that? Um, I'm kind of on my wait and see tip. Like I see everybody celebrating like black people celebrating. And I think it's like too much too soon. I don't understand right. why we're celebrating. This man has already released his plan. You see, he's already yeah. they think racism is over. like three to five <laughs> different things in day one. And he doesn't have any, not one bullet that's dedicated to helping black people. So why yeah. are we celebrating? Because they because a black woman is in the because a woman of color is in the white. And they house, don't I even guess. like her. They don't yeah. even like her. Yeah, but just they're all wearing their tucks and their pearls in, in um in in and you know solidarity for like her Vogue cover I think it was where she had on you know Converse and pearls. So I mean I get it I get what it's it's symbolic but I'm mm -hmm. like we we celebrating too soon. <laughs> We don't have any reason to be celebrating. Baby, we already at the finish line. We celebrating. Yeah. We yeah. Oh, honey. I I hate to say that I'd rather the guy that was in there because, like, I I haven't seen black men have as much money since I've seen in the last four years. You know, I I see more black men talking about having money and yeah, you know, and um and uh starting their businesses and um. Uh, yeah. I've seen that too. I've seen yeah. a wave of confidence in black men that I haven't seen in a long time. And it lets you know that, you know, I get that Trump is viewed as a bigot, a racist, xenophobe, oh, him like all a of that. But yeah. you got to look at the fact that, you know, um, that there is a correlation between 
uh, black men's success and them having someone in the White House that was kind of like um, kind of not buying into the matriarchal or feminist um, yeah. feminist uh, uh, agenda, uh, things that yeah. Were, yeah agenda yeah. or things that were being lobbied yeah. for. So yeah, it's gonna it's a free for all. Biden gonna right undo now. all that though. I think this was going to happen. Um, if anything, if it happens, I'll definitely come back and then we all can chop it up because I think it's going to be a free-for-all right now. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a free-for-all. Definitely uh, they can be bought. Um, you know, that's one thing that, you know, uh, certain groups are good with coming with money. And black men, we're not, we're not, we don't bring money to the table when it comes to politics to, you know, get certain things. And, you know, a lot of Black people in general, we come with our hands out, and that's not good. So you know, because we we still think that I don't we're know, Kuda, because mm-hmm. are, you know, are, do you think that the Hispanics that they that somehow they were putting their money where their mouth is, and that's why he's um, pushing for you know the wall to uh, the uh, emergency stop to be enacted as it relates to building the wall and uh, eleven mil- citizenship for eleven million illegals, and like, mm-hmm. what's his angle there? Well, well, the thing is, is that black people, we get tricked with words like when they say the word minority, you know what I'm saying? Um, black people, we think that means us when other people, they come through and they and they get those grants and loans to start their own business. Um, a lot of Spanish people, they come here and they start their own businesses. You know, they they set up shop like, you know, they, they'll all stay in one house and, uh, you know, send money back and, and bring their family members over one by one, damn near. You know what I'm saying? They 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 collectively stick together, you know. Um, there's there's a lot of sanctuary states here. So I get to see damn near the whole shebang. Oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, and even, like, my old hood, it, it turned into a lot. It, it turned now, it's, it's, it, you know, there, there's more hispanic people walking around and it's like damn you know so i got i get to kind of see their side of life here in america you know um but i've always seen it you know there's always you know it's very diverse here you know i can go somewhere and everything's all together and i can go somewhere and this is a certain type a part of town and this is a certain part of town you see how everybody live you know in their in their smaller communities but um spanish people they definitely they get here they work they take all the jobs a lot of uh black people and just people here in general don't want to take them, mm. them niggas will go pick oranges yeah to fucking bring their family over here and start a business and stuff because they play that long but there's only game. a matter of time before they get tired of picking oranges there's only a oh no yeah and that's when they start their businesses you know what i'm saying yeah but i I do do so you don't see that they are going to be in competition with us for jobs when we're already you know you know the the highest rate of unemployment they already been in competition exactly so most people don't seem to realize that or they'll say well they're taking jobs that we don't want anyway there are still some people that need those jobs there are people that are re-entering the workforce from prison or you know whatever that still need those jobs yeah but well well, the thing is is that see and 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 that's why i was kind of uh uh because like with when i when i brought up the whole tech thing i i had to let people know that you do know you're running a business you know like the manosphere they can we can start employing people you know black people you know the black man it it, it, it like with spanish people they can work for quote unquote the man right the white man right but if he loses his job with them he can go paint uh roofs with his dad or something or 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 his cousin or his brother and stuff they have a community where he can right. go back to if he can't work with them black men no 
If, if you lose your job, you lose your job, and you're going to lose your girl too soon next week. You know what I'm saying? Black people, we That's lose true. our we, – we don't have a community. I can't say, yo, if I get fired right now or if I if I have a job and I do this, that, and the third, a black man will, will – will, I can always go work for another another black man. You know what I'm saying? That's real talk, but – yeah. Um, yeah, they are they are competing with us, but I think what we need to do is we need to uh we need to start doing stuff that's more specific to us. We don't monetize what we mm-hmm. really what we really own and what other people are yep. getting getting paid from. We don't Absolutely. even monet- we we haven't monetized rap. We mm-hmm. haven't monetized even those combs with the uh with even the, with weave the, with the shops or beauty supply stores and yeah. things of that nature. Like somebody yeah. else owns it all. Yeah, but we could I was, talk about this all night. I'm yeah, because like, you know, I was for like, black empowerment. I I used to uh I used to um advertise uh a a a app for black people called Bob Spotter, B O B S P O T T E R, Bob Spotter, black owned business spotter, and you download the app and you uh, type in the search bar uh what you're looking for, and it will show you a black owned business that's close to you that sells mm. that uh that sells that item. Okay, okay, I never yeah. heard of that, but I do yeah. have like some other I, I follow like some instagram pages that promote like black you know have like black owned business directories and stuff that are um linked in their bios but um we can talk about this all night so yeah. <laughs> we'll go ahead and um End wrap it, right it up because i know yeah it's getting late um right. for me at least i'm old so right. Um, right. <laughs> but thank you again um kuda for allowing us to um allowing us to uh, interview you and, you know, coming and dropping some game and giving us lots and lots of information and kind of giving us a glimpse into who you are as a person. We certainly appreciate it. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much, Kuda. We really appreciate you coming through. It's all good. Sorry for being a little bit late. Yeah. No, no, it was cool. Yeah, I, I, I was like, all right, goddamn, <laughs> yeah, nah. Sister George was like, "This is my last time, baby. <laughs> I do it, <laughs> right?" <laughs> thank um, you, guys, man. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you so much, Coda. Have care. a good one. All right, take care, guys. You, you too. too. Um, shout out to DJ Nap. He said the breakdown a woman's perspective. I boycotted y'all show. But I only came to watch for DJ. <sighs> Shout out to my DMV homeboy. Y'all feeling shit though. Don't take my wrench. I'm taking them. <laughs> DJ Nuff, I thought you rock with us. I thought you was cool with Ciao, us. Ciao, dang. No, he fair weather, honey. Oh, okay, he wanted them. He wanted them. <laughs> right. Um, um. Oh. Um. We don't have a PayPal yet. No, we don't have a PayPal. Um, um, Shout out to Gabe A. He said, salute to having Kuda on. Thank you so, so much, Gabe A. Really appreciate you. you guys. But um, this is definitely a dope interview. Absolutely. Exactly. Just real good energy, real good conversation. We're so appreciative yeah. of DJ Kuda. Like, really, I mean, I feel like I kind of just got to know a little bit more about him, which he's, you know, you know, pretty open on his panel and kind of shares a lot and stuff like that. You guys make sure that you're subscribed and subscribed and that you're over there um, checking him out because he definitely talks about a wide variety of things. But yeah, this was super dope. It was like chill, like real dope conversation. And I'm thankful to DJ Kuda as well as everybody who joined the panel and came and chopped it up with us. 
definitely good conversation. Um, thank you to everybody who super chatted and the crazy chat as well. Baby, Jerome, why y'all gotta find a new wing going on damn where? <laughs> At say. all. Sorry. Hmm. Oh, we gotta we gotta let y'all know too. I'm sorry. Um, for you guys who did not know, we are expanding as a brand. So <laughs> myself and Danny, we will be doing content on our individual channels as well on days where we're not um, doing content on um, you know on the breakdown. So you guys make sure that you're subscribing to our personal pages because real soon, like within the next week, <laughs> this week and next week, um, we're gonna be also doing some different type of content, some stuff that you guys haven't seen um on our individual channels yes so y'all be sure to subscribe and come through uh, appreciate to everybody who came out um kuda was dope this is a good ass interview grateful to him for coming through grateful to everybody well to naima who cashed up us and everybody who super chatted and for y'all who came through in the chat y'all could have been anywhere but y'all came here to rock with us so that's always dope be safe. Put on your damn mask. Get somewhere and sit down. Um, <laughs> this dude said we breaking up like this, Nietzsche. Baby, oh, I'm already. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no breakup. Expansion, baby. It's 2021. We growing. What you talking Half about? Part. We going where the money resides. Shoot. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> and that's word. on what? Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> I'm trying to tell him no breaking up, baby. We growing. That's it. That's all. Okay, <laughs> y'all ain't shit. <laughs> okay, y'all have a good night. We're out.